we have reached the end of season two. We get to do another look back retrospective thing. We did our introductions last time, so we're not going to run through that again. I'm just going to run down the list of everyone who's here. We've got Victor, who plays Finwarren. Me as the facilitator, GM of the game. Koro, who plays Ishmael. Colin plays Loyal. Hello. <laughs> That's I'm so sad about it. Uh, Hello. Oh, so sad. <laughs> uh, Quiet Geek plays Marcus. Vic of the Void plays Marana. And Runty plays Towery. That's as much intro as we need, I feel. Just a reminder of who is behind the veneer of the character, right? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to know anything else about the cast, you can go back and re-listen to the season one retro if you haven't yet or just need familiarization. Or you can go to the website, waywardexpeditions.com, and read the bios in the cast section on the page for the show. Wayward-expeditions.com? Uh, dash. That's the same punctuation mark. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm just saying they're two different names That's for the per- exact same thing. This is a pretty on-brand start for us. <laughs> I thought I a hyphen was it. the longer version, the emphasized dash, which no, is that, like a double dash or something. Yeah, that's just M dash. I didn't hear you say the dash in it the first time. Because waywardexpeditions.com and wayward ex- yeah. wayward-expeditions are different. This is truth. Wow. So, hmm. So we have to shoot this man is what you're saying. Yeah. I, clearly, this is the only No, I don't know what I've said either. I, uh, yes. Yes. It's happening already. Yes. <laughs> the dissension. <laughs> There's links. Available. Click the link. That that'll get you there. Click, click, click the link. <laughs> yes, just, right now in this podcast. Just, yeah. Also, yeah, chances are if you're listening to this, you've already found the website. <laughs> no, not necessarily. But there are links available and stuff it, uh, around where you're listening from, if not from the website or whatnot. Like it, or you could just reread it and include the iPhone. <laughs> I hey, can't, all of you. I can't tell you how many times my palm has met my face already. Oh, so good. I hate all of you. I, it's uh, just like y'all just running around rings. You're like, you could just go from the top and just say it again, you know? Like, uh, yeah. Fucking hurting cats. Yeah, welcome. I mean, welcome, Jim. Sure. It's only been 50 uh, sessions. Now you're finally catching on. You just, swear he'd have heard the meows. Yeah, right? <laughs> we're, all, we're all, you know... I can't say it. If you, the listener, want to join in this this nonsense babble that's going on right now, join the Discord and take part in our off-topic conversations as well. Uh, we're also introducing community events and social games and whatnot that are possible to be organized. So, or organization. Wait, we do that? No. Oh. We, we try. There's a semblance <laughs> of it. A facade of professionalism i'm waiting for him to still read the link again but that's not gonna happen no we're past that okay 
fine. They'll never know. They'll never know. I guess go fucking find it yourself then. I guess. Get fucked. I don't know. Sorry, poor listeners. It's at the end of every episode where it's said correctly. Oh, wow. (laughs) So they have to get through all of our fucking bullshit rambling to get to the link. I see. Uh, sorry, what, what, was that too blunt? Was it too on the nose? I've, I'm not sorry. Oh, my man. palm has met my face more often. <laughs> I love you too, bro. This is cool. So let, let, let's start this off. Uh, most recent, most major event has been the death of Ishmael and subsequent resurrection. You mean, you mean, uh, revivification? <clears throat> Phrasma's faded one or whatever fuck those assholes were going on about. Yeah. That was oh, thing. you mean yeah. the the redeath? <laughs> the re-death. Yeah. The re-death it didn't take it didn't take it. <laughs> so uh character death. We we have that home rule that everyone gets one free resurrection via some story consequence. Yeah. Now that you've seen it in action for the first time, what what are people's thoughts? Are you excited for your own? How did you think Ishmael's went, etc.? Are we all going to be closed, or is that mandatory that all of our characters are in towels? <laughs> Everyone's story will be unique to them. No one will have the same experience, I guarantee. Yeah, nerd, fucking trying to steal my thing. Just <laughs> You can keep your thing, thank you very much. Yeah, fine, I will. Based on cause and effect consequences, other people winding up nude on their resurrection... Might happen, but it's less likely, considering Ishmael had to be recreated, more or less. I mean, the, the rest of you will leave a corpse, right? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, he evaporated. Right? So at some point, our corpse will get back up again and start talking and potentially get mistaken for being undead. Which <laughs> could Marcus be a is thing just going to hate himself. Yeah. <laughs> be great. Marcus so. be like, I don't trust myself anymore. I'm not dead. <laughs> Kill me. Cool, I will. Just. <laughs> so, uh, the thoughts on how that went. Uh, do you want my thoughts or just anybody else's thoughts? Well, it happened to you, so sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this isn't my first game playing with you, so like, this is the first time I've experienced, you know, my one. Um, so this mm-hmm. one, this one was like a bit more eventful than you know Krogs so I liked it it was fine um like you handled it uh differently than what I thought you would but you were doing exactly what I thought you would do right I thought I was gonna go a step further and then like oh, okay now you did this so right yeah um, it, you thought you were going all the way to see for asthma yeah not not burb dragon but you know it's still pretty good yeah it, surprise psychopomp yeah though it wasn't really a surprise I did Oh, no, no. You pulled me aside and went, hey, this is my thoughts. Like, Yeah. It, well, I let you as a player know, but also in the game, I had foreshadowed psychopomps being a thing. Yeah. When there was, in the basement of the sanitarium, the psychopomp that showed up and killed that necromancer while Ishmael and Marcus were fighting over whether or not to kill the necromancer. Oh, no, that necromancer was dead. <laughs> there, was no, there was no argument or fight. It was just Jay. That man was going to draw his last breath that day. It, well, as a GM, I agreed with you, which is why Psychopomp killed him. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, maybe I wanted blood on my hands. Which... <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I used it as a foreshadowing moment. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. And uh, the lady, the lady with the fucking yeah. skull and shit. Yeah, yeah. The resi- resisting urge. Oh, so okay. Well, we're good. The one that gave Ishmael the flower. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The flower that I believe he no longer has. I don't want to talk about it, you monsters. It oh, yeah, that's right. It died. <laughs> just like Ishmael. Ah, just like oh. yeah, symbolism. <laughs> Look, it died because I died. Yeah. Well, just... Or maybe you died because it died. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had one well, fucking job, fa- and that okay. was to keep the thing alive, right. and you let it die. All right, Good well, job. Technically, it was alive when I turned that dust, so... The fire killed the flower, yes. Yeah, yeah, you fucking... I think, by definition, indirectly, Ishmael killed the flower. L- listen, you're throwing a lot of blame over there, like... <laughs> I'm just putting it out there that, you know, does Ishmael feel guilty about the flower? Yeah, you fucking maybe, fucking, you don't know Ishmael, like... That's why I'm asking you, does Ishmael feel guilty about the fl- flower? Yeah, he, he, he feels really bad, you like that flower, it's a nice flower, like, you know, really went with his outfit... Can I just hear <laughs> any thoughts on uh, character deaths and what may or may not be coming for you? <laughs> That's not yeah. fucking um, ominous at all. Yeah, don't, don't do it, maybe. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I would do it, please and thank you. Yeah, yeah. Look, looking forward to having the character death seems kind of counterproductive almost. There's an extent to where you can be like, it's like, I don't want it to happen, but if it does, the cool yeah. things would happen. I mean, when it does, let's be real. I mean, here. yeah, when really, it inevitably. No, uh, no, you all die. When we get really ourselves killed, inevitably. I find it funny that the like lo- the most recent person to join is the first person <laughs> to die. Yeah, right? die. Yeah. yeah, and then you got, and then, and then the party was like, yeah, well, why did he die? Yeah, what was, yeah, what was his reasonings behind it? Yeah, like... In front of him, in front of the man. Just what are his, what were his motives? I just not one tear was shed. Yeah, you fucking bastards! <laughs> fucking screaming! You have no empathy, really. Where fucking yours at? As, as I recall, yeah, that no, was but... a discussion between Marcus and Marana. You weren't involved in it. He was there. Uh, though. I was sitting right there at the fucking table, like basically hell? discussing does his life have purpose while he's there, having just come back a day earlier. Which <laughs> is great. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Maybe Ishmael's life is meaningless. Uh, Ishmael just our, sitting there. Our like, characters are the oh fucking worst, man. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. He, well, he sacrificed himself. Like, who's to say he sacrificed himself? I don't know. Maybe the man sitting here that you're talking about. Nah, you don't want to talk. Yeah, okay. You don't want his opinion. All right, fine. You guys go at it then. So I guess what we're saying is he's had a rough life, and death was actually better for him. Well, I mean, like this is like death. the third time he's died, right? So death isn't really sticking. Like, so it isn't really sticking. <laughs> What are you made of Teflon? He isn't stuck yet. He's actually yeah, like Voldemort. He's got like seven Horcruxes, so he's only got four left. Oh, God. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's Voldemort shit. He's the final boss. <laughs> Fucking the final. Yes, that's right. Peasants. Just. And the, the real truth is that Marcus has been working with him this entire time. What a fucking Shh, twist. Don't fucking. Yeah, just don't fucking give it's it been away. A misdirect. <laughs> misdirect. God, you guys are the worst. Yeah, fucking uh, worm yeah, I guess to move things back on topic. Uh, considering recent revelations, I'd imagine loyal. If loyal were to die, it would. 
his resurrection would have something to do with his, you know, his dad, who's just kind of like with him now. The you mean the the devil? Yeah, <laughs> just dad. Oh yeah, just yeah, the devil. Huh? Dad. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. That would be my prediction. <laughs> so are you Mephisto or Bale? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but getting back to the whole question, it's like, I like the idea. I do. Um, it gives us a safety net, particularly with so many people being inexperienced with the system when we started this. It also definitely helps with the podcast format because Pathfinder is notoriously, if you make a couple fuck-ups, you could die from that. It's mean. Yeah. Uh, it's mean. Yeah. I mean I, it wants to kill up. you. It really does. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what happened to Ishmael. Honestly. Exactly. Like he took one bad a... step, got crit dead. Ishmael <laughs> yeah. provoked for mm-hmm. movement and got critted. Yeah. It, it was a tactical error. It was exactly. a tactical whoopsie. And the dice determined your end is now. Yeah, like, well, yep. I mean, like, it wasn't, a, I mean, eh, I guess. It was, a, like it was a tactical gamble that didn't pay off. Yeah, if it hadn't been a crit, Ishmael would have been fine. You would have been fine, yeah. 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 But the timing of it, like, mm-hmm. at the point that it happened is great. It was really sudden, too, of just like, boom. Gone. Yeah, hey. Yeah. But we had no processing time either because it was like, oh, now the building's fucking collapsing. You're like, uh, <laughs> we're still mid combat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it was mid combat, right? Just like, oh, suddenly, like, hey, death is real. And then suddenly, like, Marana's like, fuck this tower, burn it down. And, you know. Yeah. And then it started to collapse. So there's yeah. no processing time. Did what yeah. had to be done. Then stage dived, props. Honestly, if you hadn't done that, um, either we would have wiped or we would have had to run away. Oh, 100%. With Ishmael gone, that was our main source of damage. We were not winning that fight. We would have been dead. Our main DPS was dead, yeah. Yeah, those mirror images were just bullshit. Yeah, but but it wasn't a sacrifice, though, you know? Marcus probably would have survived because invisibility plus flight. Yeah. Of course, of course, Marcus but, would survive. Loyal could have survived, but it's a matter of would he have left people behind? Okay. No. Yeah, like, yeah again, but Marcus we would have. started the session how I said, and we all just jump off the edge. Loyal would have given the gaseous form to someone else and then sacrificed himself to fucking keep her away. Okay, since since it's come up, yes, of course, Marcus would, because he was preparing to have to bail out of the group at any given time. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, which he, is why like, oh, you had those spells prepared. Yeah. That was convenient. Hey, all right, since we're on the topic of character death here right now, and Marcus has been throughout this season and at least half of last season wishy-washy on being with the group, if Marcus dies in season mm-hmm. three, will you okay. use the resurrection on him or will you wait and bring in a new character and have the resurrection available for them instead. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I expected that answer from you, that, but okay. That <laughs> It's one of those where I've been thinking about it from a point of view of party balance. Yeah, we got issues with party balance right now. <laughs> yeah, having not a caster... 
in place of Marcus might not be a bad thing. But at the same time, I do like Marcus as a character. And now that we've kind <laughs> I'm of... I'm afraid you might be the only had, one in that boat, but okay. <laughs> had the course correction yeah. that was necessary for him to actually remain a character and not just disappear. Um, but here, here's the other thing, though. Like, would Marcus accept a res? See, as a that's, person. Yeah, that's another side of that coin. That's, yeah. Right? That's yeah, the thing. That's it, what I was thinking. That will depend entirely on the circumstances. And uh, as in the rest of the circumstances or the circumstance in which he dies, if he dies? Um a bit of both. Right. How he dies and what his relationships with the group are at that point. I think un- unless something happens to to make it turn negative again. I think, on the whole, his opinion of the relationships with the group is improving, with one obvious exception. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Who could it be? <laughs> and honestly, that, that's... Oh, yeah, blood twist. <laughs> yeah. It's been Fen the entire time. <laughs> hate it's Fen. But, yeah, I've been psychologically preparing myself for the possibility of having to just drop Marcus and leave and bring in a new character for quite a while now. So it's one of those where I don't think I will actually know what I'm going to do until I'm put in that situation. Yeah. Marcus is an interesting character. He's complex, nuanced. There's a lot going on there. But I wouldn't call him a likable character, right? Like, no. Most of what's interesting no. about him is the conflict he brings. And that's at a point now where it's causing problems within the group. Our most recent session cleared up a lot of that misunderstanding that was going on and mm-hmm. whatnot. But even though... Underlying issues still exist. Yeah, right. yeah, but did it though? Yeah. That's the thing. Did it though? No. With, it okay. still has that air of like. Some people it did. Cosmetically that. it did, but really it didn't. We're kind of getting into the areas of some of the later questions, but right. since it's come up, uh, basically I had. Because of what propelled him down this route, and I know people out of character have correctly pegged. Judging by Discord live reactions. Yeah, trauma. Because of that, I didn't want to play a character that was going to be in an increasingly negative downward spiral going into the later stages of this AP. Because that, for me, becomes less fun. I definitely get that, yeah. And it's it becomes more... Because I'm very much trying to put myself in the mindset of the character, the more I have to push myself into dark negative spirals, the the more time it takes me to bounce back afterwards. Yeah, and it's exhausting, absolutely. For the player's mental health, that's not a good thing. I try to stress yeah. that yeah. out of session a lot, that like if the character is affecting you personally, there needs to be a change in the character because... Yeah. Characters should so, never persist. For those reasons, basically, I set myself effectively the deadline for the end of book two, 
that one way or another Marcus's issues would get some degree of resolution. If it doesn't happen, he's out the door. Mm-hmm. If it does, depending on how it did, I had about uh, five different things I had in mind for ways it could have gotten resolved, ways it could have. I assume it was none of those that you expected. Um, I need to go back and re-listen to that episode again. Uh, mm. In particular, the advice he got right at the very end, just to make sure I've got some notes of that. Because that's going to inform where I take Marcus from there. But it's, yeah, essentially it it was, well, everything from he actually gets help he needs and completely recovers, which realistically was never actually going to happen with this group. Uh, But it's interesting that you say that, though, because like, the whole trauma thing, like that's one of the major reasons why most of the characters have the issues they have. Oh, one hundred percent. Because they're yeah. all completely Everyone's traumatized, fucking traumatized yeah. in different ways. Yeah. And then I feel like is Marcus aren't currently being traumatized by the group, whereas the rest of them are sort of like, that's no, fine. Uh, the loyal's definitely a currently being traumatized by actions yeah. of the group because his upbringing was not that traumatic. It was it wasn't the best, but it wasn't like. Moranus. Uh. Okay. Can anyone <laughs> guess what actually triggered Marcus's trauma then? Yep. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to give me some parameters. Here. Uh, I don't know. He's a sage and shit. So the, he was like really interested in like the runes of Thassalon. So maybe something involving that. No, there is a very specific event that is the root cause of it. Uh, is it what we did to Habe? <laughs> no. no. No, like no. from his backstory, that? this would be. No, 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 no. no. And, and if first, something first, that happened forgot- with the party that triggered trauma. You've forgotten the thing that I told you, haven't you, in DMs again? Uh, yes. There's so much to remember for your character. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not blaming you. Give it's me a just- time frame of, like, what we're talking <laughs> I'm thinking backstory dramas. You're you're thinking more recent group oh. trauma? Um, I think it's something that it's- brought up backstory trauma back- in a way to him. Backstory trauma for Marcus isn't isn't really is it, is, it Thistletop? Is, is that the start of it no is it the whole no. situation of Thistletop with Leanne Le- whatever her name was Marcus was already prime before you went to Thistletop yes. because of the fight with the Wait. closet uh, it was the closet oh whoa okay. the closet fight Oh, yeah, because he tried to be best friends with the closet. No. He made a judgment call that started the fight that was a very tough Mm -hmm. fight and nearly got the group killed. And then Mm -hmm. he was the one that actually executed the closet and drove the blade home. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, Yeah, he did that one. We held him down. not a thing that ever had experience with before. Uh, good job. You got blood on your hands, kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. So instead of so, accepting it, he yeah, blames demon. everybody no. else for uh, it. So it's a demon. It's he fun. never <laughs> had. Yeah, that's that's the thing. But he's never had to deal with that before. And then shit happens. He's already emotionally distraught without understanding what's going on with himself, and that's what triggered him potentially leaving the group the first time. 
So what you're mm-hmm. saying is he's projecting his guilt onto all the other characters <laughs> and wanting them to feel guilty because he feels guilty. Is that uh, what you're saying? You're doing awful things. Not that I have ever done anything awful. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. You, know, you know when Marcus says none of us deserve the title of heroes, he's including himself in that. Yeah, we knew that, yep. Yeah. Oh, we knew that. We oh, knew yeah, that. that's obvious. Yeah. Um, so... But it's the fact that he has no self-criticism. His external self-criticism doesn't exist. His criticism of everybody else exists. But it's kind of interesting that the same thing that he criticizes, like, Marana or Tauri or Ishmael or whatever for, is the thing that he feels guilty about, that he did. It's Yeah, he realized partway through the part way through the fight just how what his actions had done because nobody else had a clue it was all his judgment call about starting the fight with Quasic because nobody else could speak Thessalonian at the time oh that's true yeah well yeah and it's uh oh shit I really screwed up there I shouldn't do that we should not do that again and it's just he's been really bad at communicating that well, Terry called him on that as well. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, he's fucking talking to it. I yeah. remember we yeah. were well, suspicious of you because, of, you, you know, what, what, are you, what is he talking about yeah. even? The, yeah. Yeah, but basically the argument that was used to convince him to stay was not an argument of, oh, come back, we, we want you to be here. It was an argument of, we need you. <laughs> Because you're the one that knows about historical Truth. stuff. It, th- this segues perfectly into the next question, which is, what do you think has changed about the group in this season? Um, so this season things. specifically has been things. bookended with Marcus' dynamics. decision to stay with the group. The first episode, still in Sandpoint, there was a discussion between Marcus and Bordert Quink, where... Mm-hmm. There was a resolution from Marcus of, yes, I want to be an adventurer. I've decided, yes, I'm going to do this. And then throughout the course of the game, that eroded away a little bit to the point where now he's made another resolution of, all right, let's do this. I'm staying with the group again. The difference that's interesting about it, though, is like this time it's like Marcus has remained similar, but the group's dynamic has changed. Right. Yeah. Correct. Completely. There's a huge dynamic shift. Yeah. But from Marcus's perspective, the events of season two were basically pushing him further and further away from the group. Yeah, he did that though, right? Yes. Yeah, he did that himself. He though. sort of went, it's me and it's you guys. No. Because he's, he doesn't... Ha- or he didn't have the vocabulary to talk about the stuff that was affecting him. He didn't realize how it was affecting him. He wasn't communicating well. It's like the three-way conversation on the way back from the farm. Marcus, Tauri, Loyal. That was an interesting one. (laughs) I remember saying in the after show, or after we'd stopped recording, that that wasn't two different conversations. It was three. Because the undertone of that, from Marcus's point of view, was... Tatari, you killed that person. You could have saved them. How can you be fine with that when I'm still in emotional turmoil over the killing this person that needed to die? Yeah, but he's projecting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's great because Terry has no awareness of that at all. I think in terms of group dynamic, to an extent, obviously not in, in its entirety, but the group has a better understanding of people's philosophies in a way now, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And how they how, how they see the world, how they're probably going to act. Like it's very clear. Loyal's like, yes, I want to save as many people as possible, even at my own expense. <laughs> yeah. But also, we probably shouldn't bring him into a torture room. Also, that <laughs> yeah. that fucked him up. That okay, real well, fucked, that did, fucked okay, him up. Okay, okay. No, we took is familiar. And I'll, then we, I'll we go. Yeah, I'll go more room. in depth on that in question. Which one is it? When we yeah. get to it, yeah. The one that talks about how has your character changed? Because there's a yeah, lot but, there. Philosophy wise, I feel like now our characters would understand. Okay, you, you, and you can come in. Mm. You're not allowed. You're not on the list. Get out. Bound, get boundaries are somewhat this. under a little bit more understood now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll. I'll Go into this more with that later question, too. But I feel like uh, Marana's mask slipped a little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> slipped a lot. No, like, not in the way you're thinking. Mm, interesting. Or maybe it is. I, I don't know. But to mm. me, the, the mask I've been playing slipped heavily toward the last couple of sessions. I got to mm. figure out how to put it back. It, it doesn't go back on there, bud. Oh, it, it's going to go back. <laughs> it'll, it'll go back on, but it won't go back on like it was before. Yeah, yeah, where, where's the duct tape and the I slap find, staples? I will find the super glue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree that, uh, uh, that, yeah, we kind of have an understanding on people's philosophies a bit. Or more so, half the party realizes the other half of the party is like, yeah, we've got no problem doing what needs to be done. And they're all like, what? What needs to be done? Yeah. I guess people need to die sometimes. Can't save everyone, but you can't save everyone. No, you can't. I think as well, like, the split in the party, like, the different yeah. splits have split even more. There's, like, like sub-factions within sub-factions, yeah. and then yeah. there's different yeah. factions fighting those sub-factions. It's ridiculous. Um, but they've <laughs> solidified is the thing, whereas they were kind of wishy-washy way, yeah. before, but I feel like now they're, like, yeah. a lot there's clearer. There's very clearly a towery Ishmael unspoken bond sort of thing. Uh. Yeah, and then sort of Loyal and Fen have this thing. Yeah, to an extent. It's like it's a silent understanding, but they, you know, you get the uh. picture that they're. Oh yeah, the one where we in the similar mindset. And there's the whole Loyal and Marcus thing, and I guess Loyal-ish, or Loyal uh, Marcus Fen. Yeah. Still, still factions within sub factions, and yeah, and, such, and then, you know. a little more solidified now. Ben is the butterfly of the group where he can go through any faction and be pretty much the same. Yeah, he's not going to get yelled to at. To the mm-hmm. faction. <laughs> How Finn feels about those factions, however, is a different story. Oh, poor Finn. Mm-hmm. Oh, you poor sweet child. Now hold this bloody knife while I use this sword to kill another man. Oh. <laughs> but like betting over Marcus, I feel like, was a, was a real turning point for poor El Fenn. Yeah. When he went to go get Marcus and Marana, Terry, and Ishmael are just completely mm-hmm. yeah. non-caring and taking the piss. <laughs> and then he brings everyone together to be like, this is great. It's <laughs> yeah, going to be great. Yeah, it's going to work out good. And then <laughs> and he just blows just up. And it just falls to shit. Yeah. Right. Well, what's really interesting with that is Finn's goal occurred. Yeah. He Marcus, Marcus is staying thing. with the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But at what cost, right? Like, yeah, that was my goal, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the next season, basically, is the cost. The cost of Marcus saying is going to be 
abundantly clear. And then she's going to be the rest of the party going, Listen, look what you did, fam. Oh, well, you there's super glue that we're going to need to keep him in the party, too. I mean, jeez. It's Fen. Fen is the glue. And just holding on to a thread now. That's how I feel about the whole Marcus thing, that it's just it's just a thread now. It's he he can slip anytime. Really? I think it just take I think it takes one thing to happen for Ooh. Loyal or Fen to change their mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It that whole conversation that happened, the hours long conversation, Marcus came out with a, a re- resolve from it all. But everyone else is looking at Marcus going, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you got all the like. Did you yeah, though? Yeah. Like, did you? Well, like, loyal got defensive, right? But at the same time, loyal still went and like apologized. Yeah. Right. So that's loyal kind of going. To be Hold a on a minute. Person. Hold on I, a minute. I, I got too angry. Something's <laughs> off. I did something, and I don't know how I did this. Yeah, it's a little. And I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Which means he's not a hundred percent in the Marcus camp, right? Loyal yeah. is incredibly impressionable, if you haven't noticed. Uh, no, I really? really? I would which, never which poses an issue considering he has uh, a devil, his devil dad now uh, around his neck. Devil's notoriously manipulative. Uh, oh, Loyal's going to be a bad boy. That's what's happening. He's going to put on his leather jacket, going to get a motorbike. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you, Loyal. Colin, mm-hmm. everything you think is going to happen with Loyal and his dad. You're wrong. Oh, I bet. I 100% bet. I'm always wrong. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) Bad things are coming. Uh, All right. (laughs) That was a fun question. Right. This also segues right into another question. Do you think the group has the majority of their interpersonal drama behind them? God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. not. No. <laughs> what do you expect the next point of conflict is going to be? That, that's the question. What's starting. the next point of conflict? That is it behind them? It's not. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just starting. I think, yeah, I feel like this same point of conflict is carrying over. Yeah, like it's the same one. Just It is, but there's mm-hmm. new conflict that's going to come from... Yeah. That that last session, because that last session, there was a lot that happened. Right, yeah, like, a lot of shit was said. Like, a lot of shit was said. Yeah, a lot. So much shit was said. Like, people were pinned to the wall again. Honestly, I feel like the next point of conflict is likely to be Ishmael. <laughs> I was going to say that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring something up or lashing out at the group somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ben has an issue with with Ishmael because of the you know cold, standoffish ways he has. Hmm. I, I agree with both of your assessments. Mm-hmm. I think Ishmael will be the next spark of conflict. Yeah, maybe because he also wants conflict. <laughs> oh. well, I wouldn't go that far. No, I won't go that far. Ishmael was the only one that did not have a conversation directly with Marcus. But yeah, yeah, he just in that last yeah. session. He's the one individual that has not had a resolution or even an attempt at mending of that interpersonal relationship yet. Um, So if anything were to carry over, that is the thing, right? Yeah, I can see that. Ishmael's not going to try and mend things. That's not what Ishmael does. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. 
Really? I don't know. I, I think I, that that's where Marcus and Ishmael are very similar because Marcus doesn't mend things either. Oh, <laughs> I mean, man. right? They don't. They neither of them do that. That's why they clash. Yep. Hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ishmael's mended some things. Not yeah. a lot. I mean, Tauri doesn't mend things, but she also doesn't start shit. So <laughs> she wants well, to, apparently, but doesn't really. She wants to, but she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So maybe there's not going to be conflict from Ishmael, but maybe he'll just find ways to entertain himself. Well, Marcus never got around to telling Marana what was wrong with her. Uh, no, Did that's he? true. Yeah, like, really. So, like, legit, he was like, uh, like I forget who the first one was. But like the second person, like on on the block of like, here's what's wrong with you with Ishmael. The first one was loyal. He was the first. Yeah, yeah. No, loyal was the first. Yeah, loyal was loyal wasn't. It, it wasn't as much of an attack that it was. It, it was just uh, you're on the fence, my guy, and you've given up. <laughs> and then immediately it was like Ishmael. Here's what the fuck is wrong with you. Uh, what? Why you guys got those? You know, hammers and nails. Oh, I see. We're doing this again. I see, okay. Uh, my seven point thesis <laughs> begins thusly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Ishmael and everything he stands for. All right. Cool. Uh, we're doing this. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm cool. interested that that's how it came across because that was extremely I, how it came across. It is extremely how it came across. Is it okay. interesting? It, it no, was not intended obvious. to be that way at all. But, uh, but no, it came yeah. out that way. But there was a very specific sequence for why Marcus chose the people he did in the order he did. Because he was asked the question of why don't you trust the group? <laughs> and he went from in order of basically lowest amount of distrust to most distrust. Mm-hmm. Mm. He didn't get to Fen though, did he? No, because Fen isn't on that list. He trusts Fen, I think. <laughs> yeah, Fen was actually the one person that could have reached him at the at the end, and the one person who actually tried to. <laughs> hey. So, so what you're saying? It's all Fen's fault. Damn it, Fen! <laughs> it's all my goddamn fault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Put that in context. He, he actually trusts Ishmael more than he does Marana or Tauri. What? <laughs> yeah, that's fine because um, yeah, yeah, like, also, I know. Like, that's, that, that's, that's, I'm saying not trusting Marana because Marana's scary, but, <laughs> but Marana's scary. Like that's hmm. it's uh, true. Yeah, it's gonna put it this way. I respect your point of view. Is not. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Also, yeah. also, like, yeah, just. He trusts Ishmael. All right. Mm. Well, he trusts you more than other people. That doesn't mean he actually. I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think Marcus is capable of trust. (laughs) Trust is on the trust um, scale. He doesn't trust you, but he trusts you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Marcus doesn't trust you, but you know, from an outside perspective of like the GM watching all of this, it's not so much that Marcus trusts or distrusts, it's that you're not a threat to him. <laughs> right? No. It, the trust is, uh, I don't have to worry about you. That That's how it seems to come across. Okay. Uh, if anything, that is the perception I have of Marcus, is he, he is a self-centered person that does not give away anything. Even in the last session, where the whole spark was... Tell us about yourself. He never said a thing about himself. Mm-hmm. Nope. It was all redirected. And yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Tell yep. us about yourself. Well, no, what about HBO? Like, oh, yeah, forget yeah, them. It, just, all, all that stuff, it, I think. If there will be parts of conflict, it will be revisiting that type of thing of the perception of who Marcus is versus the reality of who Marcus is. Yeah, I can see that. But it's... I don't want to give... I don't want to go too much into this because this is all stuff that's probably going to play out in character, but basically Marcus trusts Ishmael to be Ishmael. (laughs) Is kind of the core of it. Which means he doesn't trust you, but he trusts you to be true to who you are kind of thing. Which means you're at least somewhat predictable. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. That's that's going to backfire on him horribly, but... Yeah, that's so good. Oh, yeah. He's... Yeah, no. He said that shit, like... He said that shit last session. I was just like, what? I'm sorry. He's got patterns. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. See, that's another thing where there's a perception of a character versus what the character feels is their reality, right? Yeah. What I'm hearing so far is that Despite having a lot of closure, I guess, it, though that's not really the right term from that last session, yeah, uh, they, there's no, still a lot. The wrong word. <laughs> right, right. I love uh, the closure. Do you feel closure? There's no closure. <laughs> there's, there's closure to an extent, but like not the true closure that's needed <laughs> to build a bond in the group, which I don't know if that'll ever happen. But Marcus has closure, but no Marcus one else closure. does. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's. If Loyal had any closure, it was overshadowed by, hey, here's your dad. Also, your mom's alive. <laughs> yeah, Loyal was, really wasn't paying much attention to anything after that, was he? No. He took a freight train to the face with that shock. Wait, beg your pardon, what? And then just like, yep. Uh, my dad is in this necklace. Yeah, sure, your dad is in that necklace. Sure. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen when he brings it up to like Ishmael and the rest of them they're just like yeah sure and he's like I'm like you wanna put it on <laughs> fucking fucking dad get him <laughs> never speak to me or my son ever again never talk to me or my son ever again how has your expectations for what the main plot has in store changed since you left Sandpoint or even while you were still in Sandpoint, like from last season to this season, what you thought was going on main plot line, how has that changed? What, what do you still think is going to happen? There's a lot more death. We're killing a lot more people. (laughs) Uh, Having to, fix people's problems more. Oh, look, murder. I guess we'll be detectives. Hey, look. Yeah. There's a murder cult. I guess we'll deal with that. I blame the sheriff. I sort of feel like we were working for someone at one point and now it sort of feels like we're working for ourselves and just allowing these people to hire us. Not even allowing them. We just show up. Cool. You're going to pay us for what we that's did. That's what we did. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's yeah. basically it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we follow leads, and then when, once we get there and take care of the stuff, we go, oh, right, there's people that were supposed to be handling this. Um, 
but the trash. So you give us money because we already took care of exactly. it. Exactly. So trash. Maybe <laughs> we're more arrogant, right? Which is going to be our fucking downfall. Uh, as characters, no? So you feel like you've transformed a bit from a ragtag group of misfits into an actual adventuring party? Yeah, I'd say I'd say more mercenaries. Mercs, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I'd say 50-50 on that one. Mercenaries who do ultimately want to do more or less the right thing. Some some of us want to do more or less the right thing. <laughs> yeah. We're still about 50% comprised of misanthropes. All right. Misfit bounty hunters. We're, we're still misfits, but we're now officially sponsored. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they pay us to do the bad things we were going to do anyway. Yep. Yeah, we get paid for things we're going to do anyway. I think also we're more um, tent. I I don't like saying the word bad guys, right? But we're we're closer to bad people than we were at the beginning. As characters, yeah, closer to much closer to like grayer people. Grayer, yeah, gray yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> well, morality has always played a big thing in part of our group, right? So, oh yeah, morality yeah. is like uh-huh. a huge running theme. Mm-hmm. Killing is wrong, eh. And some characters, like, views on set morality have shifted in a way. <laughs> you guys have no empathy. In, uh, in a way. Yeah. In a way. So I think the it, pretense fell with a lot of people. It, have the like, breadcrumbs started yeah. to fall in line for you, though? Like, for, for the main plot, the, the Thessalonian things, right? The, the Sahedron rune that keeps popping up everywhere. Yeah, it's no longer. It's like, all right, this thing's popping up. It's 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 beyond the point of this is a coincidence. I think it's, yeah, yeah, it might be deliberate. It's like a, this is some something's happening with this fucking rune, and there's like a, a thing going on all over the place, and we don't know what. Okay, so you're starting to get an idea of what's happening, though, right? Um, well, yeah, yeah. fake we don't know the ramifications or what exactly they're planning, but we know there's a weird cult and they're almost like different groups of cultists, yet they all kind of know each other. And they're all harvesting uh, greed. Yeah. Specifically, it's all around this whole aspect of greed. So right. from that perspective, given the prevalence of the Silhedrin urn in all of this, yeah. Is that your? I mean, I mean, out of character, considering the name of the adventure yeah, yeah, path, yeah. we know what's the ultimate fucking thing that's going to happen. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But in character, it's obviously this is something to do with Thassalon, or at least yeah. some remnant of that, or people who've taken remnants of Thassalon and gone, "Oh, this is shiny. Let's see what it can do." And then gotten mega yeah, some, something along those lines. It's yeah, there's yeah, enough information yeah, yeah. for us to, to start putting that together. But all right, so where do you think the plot's going into season three? Then, ooh, um, I mean, obviously we're dealing with more. There's obviously more of those cultists that we're going to be dealing yeah. with. I have a feeling Zanisha is at the last we fucking seen of her. No, um. She's coming back at some point. Filthy cheese-eating surrender monkey. Yeah. Also, Run away. the town that we... Or the village that we're going to go investigate because no one's heard uh, of that it. That place is fucked. Yeah. They're, they're probably <laughs> all dead, it's yeah. Fucked. It's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, they're all fucking dead. Probably. They're probably already dead. Oh, worse, they're... Finn, isn't your family there? <laughs> what? Worst would be they're all now actively <laughs> murdered. Pause. <laughs> A distant pause. Uh, what? <laughs> Say what? I'm sorry. Yeah, they're all fucking dead. Wait, isn't your family there? I yeah. yeah well, that slow realization. Hey, oh shit. I mean, we'll hope they're not all dead, but they probably are. They're probably all corpses. Wow. Just like oh well. The tact. Wow. The tact is overwhelming. Oh, just, oh, that's how yeah. he finds his family too. Everyone's just like oh, look, uh, hey Ben, look, they're all dead. I mean, my prediction is. They've taken over Fort Rannick or are or have captured all the people there and are planning to like harvest them, quote unquote. In some sort of big ass fucking ritual. That's dark as shit. Why, why do you cool. hope that? <laughs> that's that's my prediction. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I don't hope that happens. <laughs> I was kinda like, huh. No, he's, he's been a cultist this whole time. He hopes that Fan's family go to a nice place. Same team? Wants to be cured. Loyal is sus. Loyal is sus. Yeah, you're sus. Green is sus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on that note, uh, this season, we got a bit dark. Just huh. a touch, nah. right? Just, we just touch. Yeah. But it's just the beginning. It's going to get a lot darker. Much darker. How do you feel about that as a player? Bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. As a player, bring it. (laughs) Yeah, bring it. Definitely. I can't can't make it. As a player, bring it. In character, oh, our poor babies. Yeah, basically. (laughs) This is why I didn't play a happy character. (laughs) Yeah. In character, like. Eh, it's gonna happen out of character. Like this is nothing. Like, well, like uh, compared yeah. to the last campaign you played through it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, like come on, furtive. Like, what are you slipping in your old age? <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna get to that level for this game, but it's gonna get a lot darker. It, it will become much more visceral. I am personally fine with darkness. Yeah, darkness. I'm darkness so surprised. Is neat. Well, it was. This was a thing that you mentioned for right from the very start, so I can't say it's much of a surprise. True, right. right. Yeah. It's within our expectations. Guess but you got a taste of what that actually means this season, whereas last season there wasn't really things that it. Yeah, it's kind of like cozy town. It, it was alluded to. There were hints at it, but it wasn't overt. This season, it became much more in the forefront. Right. Oh, yeah. like when we tortured Fair. a man? Yes. And he said, more, please? <laughs> no, he didn't say more, please. He said, I win. Oh, sorry, I like, Fuck you, right? Yeah, just, I win. Oh, yeah, but anyway, win. like, that that was... It's going to be interesting to see how, like, certain characters deal with shit getting more dark than that. <laughs> yeah, looking at Loyal, specifically. <laughs> Like everything is fine. <laughs> Why are you crying? Uh, yeah, just fine. watch my dad eat a man. Don't just worry start, about it. <laughs> just start calling like, loyal Cyril. Right? Like, <laughs> why, why are you crying? I'm not crying. It's just the blood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, my time's to have to tell you face guards. 
and eye protection. You don't want blood in your eyes. Oh you don't know what, what their blood has in it. Like I don't think Loyola's ready for that conversation. I'm just picturing Marcus getting handed a pair of, like, you know, goggles and being like, what, what do I need these for? Don't worry oh, he, about he's, it. He's going to be out the door fast. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what, what do I need these for? And then just immediately cut to just scene with three of the party members pulling out chainsaws. Where the fuck did you guys get this? Don't worry about it. Just made him. Yeah, just made <laughs> him. No, Iron God's AP. Iron God's AP. That's where you go. Oh, yeah, that one does have. Yeah. Yeah, it's shotguns and chainsaws, right. It goes full, oh like, God. Evil Dead. Uh-huh. Okay, what secret info that you, your character specifically, or the group at large, has uncovered do you think is the most significant so far to the story or to to what's going on in the game interpersonally, whatever? It, what stands out to you as the most significant piece of information you're talking about overall sort of like meta plot level or however you want to interpret that because hmm. knowing the name of the adventure path the whole greed thing yeah that's significant seems likely to be the fundamental core of everything tells us which which big boy we're dealing with <laughs> yeah even even outside of knowing the name of the adventure path going back to the things we were finding in sandpoint and i i believe it was in the writings that it was on the that was on the border of two different areas yeah correct Two different rune lots, yeah. Right. Knowing mm-hmm. that and then finding out that they're collecting greed, that in character mind is what should be saying, hey, wait a minute, there's something big here. Yeah. yeah. It's like we are straight up in it. It's the name of the greed one's Karthog, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're straight up in Karthog territory right now, and people are harvesting greed. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Like, that just seems like it might be a problem. Right. <laughs> the the other area was Alasnith, which was Wrath, and the, the Runewell yeah. that you found in Sandpoint was of Wrath, not Greed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. And in Magnamar, there's a thing called the Ire Span. Hmm, that could be related to Wrath. No. Hmm. No. Yeah, like, there's clues. Around, yeah. Just kind of sprinkled. <laughs> oh, no, I think you're lying to us. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're just crazy. Yeah. Uh, interpersonally, that characters have uncovered. I mean, Oil doesn't know this, but I mean, other people know about uh, Tauri's heritage now. Yeah. Half the party knows. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, little yeah, bit the, significant. A little, little bit of yeah, face falling off a little bit. A little bit. Uh, uh, it just happens, needs, man. That just that just happens. Information like, needs a little more mascara. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mascara of the skin. Yeah, yeah, eyeliner and everything else. Right, a little bit of concealer. Yeah, a little bit of a clay maybe mask. A maybe a lot of concealer. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 just like you know, three jaw tubs. What? G- I feel like at that point drums. you want to grab some glue and skin. At that point, if you're going to be needing that much. <laughs> 
What are you doing with this? 55 gallon drums of, you know, concealer. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just, uh, or y'all could just accept the face falling, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is oh, definitely yeah. also Normal. significant yeah. that we found out that one of the really high up officials in Magnumlar was involved with said greed cult. Yeah. Because that means these people are high. They could reach high and they could be literally anywhere. <laughs> If they breached that high level of uh, oh yeah, well, like government. how many did y'all meet potentially at that fucking dinner party, party yeah. thing, right? How many people were there that? Could I mean, have we been know part the that? F- we know the fucking hell knight's not going to be one, but he's also a hell. Also, knight, so. how did you get in to see the mayor the first time? You bribed you away. Oh, we bribed away. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Greed yeah. is rampant he, he in greedy. Magnuma. He was a target. We literally know he was a target. Considering one of the, like, justices of the city was a fucking greed cultist, that's pretty big. It's a slight problem. Oh, we already corrected that. We We served justice. All right, we did a bit of investigating. Internal investigation. Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, um, sure. Yes, we examined his organs. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yep, that's the train that I was on. Who, who, what are you? Uh, who are you? I don't even know. Just... Your spleen says you're a liar, so I don't know what to do about that. Oh, what's that one spell that I need? Uh, all of them, right? That's that's the spell you need. All of them spell. No, the one that specifically relates to like. Investigating someone's organs. Oh shit! Um, I don't know that one. But if anyone were to find well, it I mean, and use it, it would be you. It's, it's more blood. I'm just editorializing it to organs. Oh, okay. Blood biography. Well, technically, the mask that we have—well, the Terry has—technically would do that. Because you can see people's fucking veins in their... Uh, which doesn't get that one. I mean... In a way. I suppose. You can see their pulsating organs and hear their heartbeats and shit. It's close. <laughs> uh, what do you think is obvious, or at the very least suspected, about your character that hasn't actually been acknowledged or directly addressed yet that you're just waiting for it to happen, or you think should have been already. I'm just. I mean, <laughs> let me let me just say, Ishmael has not been asking questions that he needs to be asking what? about oh. things that he was given to shut the fuck up. Oh no! The, uh, like, yeah, he is asking. Well, technically, to be fair, they haven't had that much time alone together. Honestly, like they have, but not in that regard, right? So, yeah. Um, also, like he's sort of like, yeah, all right, cool. Um, yeah, but but that's also partially an out of character thing of like, cool, like, dude, we're we're the only ones pulling shit out about our kid. Stop this shit. Just yeah, throw yeah, breaks we, at we the did. party. Just we needed to kibosh that before we just went all out on each other. Right, yeah. So Said you, just, motherfucker. Right, yeah. Just like here. Yeah, then so we just turned and went like, I guess we could just start throwing bricks at the party and see what happens. Just. <laughs> 
like I don't know, there's so much shit with Ishmael, like because like a lot of shit that happens, right? Really it's just is. like, yeah, it's like everything's like, oh yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's fun. Ninety percent of the things that it's like, yeah, this could warrant a conversation, but ninety percent of the time, it, it's yeah, like, just eh. like, man. It's like literally <laughs> well, last session. Oh, you're royalty. That and move on. Ball throws yeah, joke like, at him instead of going, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're, and then just no, your kingdom is in ashes. Like, oh, yeah, oh, that's adorable. Aren't you just precious? What? Don't worry about it. Just, um, like not like uh, I guess I don't know. Like session before that, right? When he came back alive, right? Like, <laughs> right? Like besides besides the whole, uh, you know, mayor, uh, like mayor steps naked, kissing Finn, um, <laughs> which. Nobody was like, that was great. Right? Everybody was just like, oh, that's happening. Tower is just like, I'm fucking out of right. here, I guess. <laughs> I was like, all right. But like, like, he's just like, he's just got this brand on his back. But yeah, just. Yeah, we, we like, did even, describe even it. Loyal, right? Even Loyal made the fucking checks to go like, wait, that isn't made with fire. That's made with what? That's what? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Mirage just kind of went, mm, that makes sense. I'll be honest, that a character I've completely forgotten about that. Right? Yeah. So yeah, like it's it's not made with fire. It was made with cold. What? Yeah. Just like everyone's like, eh, okay. Yeah, but some those of us that recognize what it was realize why. At least out of character do. <laughs> For loyal, that's a hard one because there's like a lot of the stuff that's like secret about him he doesn't know he didn't uh like he knew his dad was a devil he knew that much or at least he knew there was devilish heritage uh he thought his mom was dead and that's clearly not true but in terms of like he's more or less shared just about everything about himself that pertains to the group i guess no one's really asked him about like oh his upbringing or anything like that like where he lived before that it was briefly mentioned at one point that he was from uh corvosa it was locked in a basement <laughs> there's also that he touched on that that hasn't been gone into depth i would have said it's like oh his heritage we have no one's really looked deep into that but that was more points about that were revealed. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was locked in the basement. Yeah, nobody really looked into that. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it should have been locked. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, the timing of that like, phrase was just. Oh, it was so uh, good. It was bad it timing. Was so fucking it, it fits, good. It fits with oil though, because he's bad at talking. Just insert that gif of Stewie slowly turning his head here. Yeah. <laughs> it's turned his whole life. Upside down face. Just, uh, it's so My entire good. family died in front of me, and I made this doll out of their remains. I was locked in a basement. <laughs> I wonder, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? But I like how everyone, like, literally, all of the characters were like, "Yeah, that tracks." Yeah. <laughs> but that's but it's funny because the fact that he was locked in that basement is why he had such a poorly timed phrase there uh-huh. too, because he has no social graces. <laughs> okay, but let me let me point this out though. You say that furtive, but. 50 sessions in, nobody has taken a close look at this doll. No. So nobody <laughs> yeah, no. nobody realizes this. <laughs> yeah, I think We're I just so gave away that it's made out of the remnants of your dead family. Well, no, we had... We it had, was all it is. Yeah, we had, we had had this conversation post-session. Okay. 
We knew out of character, but in character, nobody's yeah. looking at it. But nobody's looking at it because Marana's fucking scary. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Marana's scary. You're just going to look at her and be like, hey, hey, you see that doll that you have? Like, that's made out of people. She'd be like, yeah, and so fucking what? Please don't kill me. Uh, you know what? Nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing. There's nothing. So, yeah, it's fucking nothing nice. it's, it's, just, it's a nice doll. I was wondering if you could make me one, but on second thought, please don't. <laughs> what other material could one make such a lifelike doll out of? Oh, like, get out. Just get out. Yeah, just dude. like. Um, take your crazy ass family with you, crazy witch. <laughs> So we've covered Ishmael and Marana and Loyal. Victor, what do you think Finn Warren about him that seems obvious or suspected that hasn't been mentioned yet? Well, first I want to mention something that wasn't actually a secret about Finn. It just wasn't noticed until much later. Yeah, he, he, uh, he likes men. And, and that was, uh, I thought it was obvious a couple of times, but it was just never brought up. So I was like, oh my God, shit, no one noticed. It, it, was, it was, I mean, with the whole. terrible uh, men as well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have. <laughs> that's a good point. He's yeah, fucking terrible. He, he doesn't have good taste. Fucking fucking Ishmael, you kidding me? He doesn't have good taste. He's a dumbass. He falls for bad boys. He's a dumbass. Bad boy, so he fell for a fucking ghoul, my guy. If he was, like, bigger and bulkier, I'd well, call him a himbo. He didn't fall for the ghoul. He, thought, he fell for the guy he thought was a normal man. Who was a ghoul. Who it turns out to be a ghoul. Who's yeah. just a ghoul. This terrible, terrible man. Uh, that was, I mean, that was definitely very clearly alluded to and whatnot in this season. Yeah. Just no one ever went further. Yeah, <laughs> no one yeah, ever yeah, yeah. investigated further. Well, that well, wasn't a secret or anything, but, yeah. Yeah, it. I don't know how that could be approached or, or uh, whatnot without an accusatory manner towards Finn, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the party kind of wants to be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But at the same time, it's none of their business, so they just let it go. That's the thing they don't <laughs> exactly. want to know. Like, <laughs> they don't want to ask more questions. Plausible, plausible deniability. Like they might get answers and things they don't want, right? It goes back to one of the first sessions we had. You know, the store owner's daughter. Mm -hmm. And and uh, and you said you're you're the first person who you know didn't get into bed with her. And I was like, well, there's a reason for it. Oh yeah, no, it was clear from the beginning. I thought, but especially when you were actually like searching for real rats. (laughs) She's undressing next to this cot. Yeah, and Fen's just going. Beat red and it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> Whistle. <laughs> yeah, that's still one of my favorite things that's ever happened. <laughs> that and fucking loyal in a brothel are two things. That are oh just yeah, yeah, yeah. So that uncomfortable. It's so funny though. Why is uncomfortable funny? I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny. Oh, it's because of the characters specifically and the instances they've been put in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like mm. Ben is just so quiet and just unassuming. So to be put in a situation like that, he's just so nice. He just doesn't want to. You know, he doesn't want to rock the boat, but he doesn't know what to do at the same time. Right, just like, oh, you're you're pretty, he but was just like, like no. I just want to leave this room now. Please, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, 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 I don't thank you, thank you, fucking Caliphrio. Like, if he was a bit bulkier, I would just call him a himbo. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> that's great, it's fucking great. Oh. 
Other than that, secrets, I don't know. Nothing in particular. Yeah, the stuff, I guess it's 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 been addressed, but there's the whole stuff with like, oh yeah, the weird ass shit with like your master oh, who yeah, might yeah, be yeah. dead, might not be dead. Uh-huh, yeah, that's a not. Poor, poor Fed. <laughs> I don't know, I guess there's also the aspect of like, you know, your brother being a like a mega bag. criminal. <laughs> like a fucking criminal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep, uh, and the big ass like shadow organization that he's involved with. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Fen meeting his brother was absolutely heartbreaking. Really? Yeah, because he's trash. Aw, <laughs> Fen's just Fen's just like this is my brother. I don't know. And then the party is just like, yeah, cool. You ever come around here again? We'll, we'll kill, kill you. you. See, I have a and very different like, opinion right. of the brother, but that's because I was playing him, right? Mm-hmm. So I had like some insight into the psychology of like yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to say stuff but I can't it's just yeah uh, just backstory 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 yep backstory yeah. backstory backstory he's probably the what he's probably a criminal and whatnot because of circumstances and shit oh but circumstances yeah definitely circumstances <laughs> yeah like in, in all of the interactions with Finn he proved to be a loving and caring brother yeah. he's just a criminal on the side right like. He's both of those things at the same time. He's moonlighting. Yeah. <laughs> In a sense, know. yeah. I don't know how caring a brother he is. I'm going to be real with you. He handed over those two potions while being threatened. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but uh, I think if I was Fen's sibling, I would have taken him away from the terrible people that he's chosen to be friends with. <laughs> well. That he met. Well, see, in his the mind, he's just glad people. Fen has friends. Oh, that's true. That's we'll true. see what happens with the you know the whole uh, brother thing and all that. We'll see. Yeah, he he might make a return at some point. You never know. Yep. Might make a return only to die. I mean, what? No, 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 no. The funeral for Fen's parents. You are horrible people. You are fucking horrible. Fucking There's a sister oof. somewhere too. We, yeah. Uh, yep. well, she's, I don't like she's this fine. somewhere. Well, we don't know if she's with the folks or not. The, the brother didn't know, right? He didn't yeah, know. Yeah, further nope. proving that he's a shit brother. <laughs> no? Well, he didn't say, I don't care. He just didn't know. Yeah, but the two things are the same. For all we know, he could be doing everything in his power to find He her. didn't know where Finn was either. Yeah, yep. was he looking mm-hmm. for Finn? Which means either he shit at his job or this agency doesn't know as much as they say they this do. That's true. It's all hot air, yeah. Hmm. Or he was never looking for his brother in the first place. Ah, oh my God, Legasp. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like he's a shit brother. <laughs> so, Grunty, what about Towery? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of bad Terry has been revealed, right? You say that, we have no idea what the fuck happened to Towery. Like, <laughs> That's because Terry's never I mean, there, there's that. like, yeah, fucking hag mother and all that shit. But like, the interim between leaving home and adventure starting, we know nothing of what happened. We don't know why she falls Gorum, what happened in that interim. You, you, you do know. We know some. You know enough. You know some, yeah. Like, yeah. There have been breadcrumbs of that killed. story. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, that she like, was in Magnamar. She was in jail. Uh, and she left Magnamar and somehow became wanted. And 
Marcus had found out some other secret information, which he dropped last session. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, that, that was cool. I forgot about that. Yeah, which is she was an ex pal or is an ex paladin of Serenray, which is the same god loyal worships. You oh. took her to a chapel there, and because she was in the guise of a different character, she did not make a single remark about being in that chapel. But very much didn't want to be there. <laughs> so, yeah, there's some breadcrumbs, but yeah, you don't have the full yeah. story. Yeah, there's lots of breadcrumbs. Like, for, it's the same thing with, with her being, like, uh, with her hag heritage. God damn, you're going to have me doing a fucking Charlie Day conspiracy theory wall. <laughs> Be great. Well, they're all there. I think all like there's. I don't think there's anything that hasn't been alluded to in, in my opinion, an obvious way, right? Mm. But you'd have to be looking for it. Like for example, yeah. her going to the fucking hagfish was me going. Yeah, she's basically a hag, yo. The very no- notable. <laughs> right. Man. There's been lots of stuff like that that's happened. I mean, it was brought up that she was in jail at one point. Wasn't she wanted because she rescued someone from jail? I believe. I don't. You say these things to me. I don't remember not half of these things, and I don't pick up on half of these things because I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's mainly because all those things were brought up in arguments that the characters were having. Yeah, and you're kind of in that one trek mindset of the character and fuck this person. Yeah, well, you're dragging someone's personal shit right out in front of a table of people. So she's just gonna be like, "Shut up," <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, I didn't pick up on the Saren Ray thing, by the way. That's new to me. I don't think Loyal knew that, though. I think that's something that Marcus knew. No, that was specifically the conversation between Marcus and Tare at the end of... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there was a scene of (laughs) Loyal and Tare together in a Serenite temple. And oh yeah, that didn't pick up on anything during it. Yeah, yeah. just incredibly but, uncomfortable. I think I said that she was incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, I think I failed my sense motive as well. And happened. really short with the lady that she was talking to, but also nice because she wasn't herself, well, so she had to be nice. Yeah, yeah, you were disguised as Cedric. Yeah, yeah. That that definitely tracks now. Why Tower was being, being such like an asshole to her? <laughs> yeah. It's like, and Loyal's like, what the fuck? She's actually like a nice person. Like, yeah. Why are you shit at your job? What? Just your shit at your job? Just Basically, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think everything about Terry has has been alluded to at some point. If it hasn't surfaced already, the group did do a lot of digging. For uh, Towery's backstory yeah, in season literally one, literally was Doug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I can't think of anything. Not anything major, I don't think. I guess we never said who your contact was that showed up in season one. At the end, oh yeah, actually, that's a thing. That but guy. no one met that person, right? Or um, actually, they don't even know that she met anybody that time. Right, but Correct. for the listeners, they're just like, oh, someone that you knew, some contact from Magnamar. Uh-huh. Uh, that was your, if I'm remembering correctly, your ex-paladin commander. Mentor, yeah, basically. Yeah. That's basically the person who, like, raised Tauri. He used to be a fucking paladin, too. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's retired. Okay, so I'm thi- well, all right, I'm connecting dots. So I'm thinking, like... She was part of this sect of Saren Ray Paladins that fucking something happened uh, and they all abandoned their cause for whatever reason. 
and then it did some shit. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, when you first got to Magnamar, there was a Serenrite shrine that Ishmael and Marana visited that had graffiti all over it. It was in the Underbridge area. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we were doing Loyal's backstory, I, I let Colin, I had informed you, there had been several attempts at Serenites setting up temples and whatnot in Magnamar, and they never well, seemed though. to stick. And your current chapel is just the latest in a line of chapels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, your characters have information. You just haven't put it all together to connect all the dots yet on some of that type of stuff. Everyone's got a piece of the puzzle, right? In their That's own way. The party as a whole in general, right? Like even with Loyal and he got his like necklace with his dad in it, half the party's not there. And then yeah. also, like, I don't think he shared the stuff that he shared with like Terry, I think was it Marcus? I don't know if the other rest of the party knows that either. It was just Loyal and Marcus, I think, that know the whole ran away from home thing. Yeah, and also with the the twin at, who's a monk. Wait, what? He's talking about Bro- Tauri's brother. Brother. Oh, okay. Tauri. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tauri's brother. <laughs> that was fun, actually. That was a fun time. Tauri's brother is an NPC now, but was originally supposed to be another player character. But the person who was going to play that character had, because of work schedules and stuff, had to bow out of the game. Before we ever did our session zero or anything. Mm-hmm. But they had worked out some backstory stuff, and Runty decided just to keep it. Yeah, because it worked. Because we also we were starting in Sandpoint too, so I was like, "Well, that just that's yeah. a nice bit of information to leave there." Didn't think that her brother would end up getting it basically interrogated, though. It, yeah, that was unexpected. <laughs> I don't know if that was an interrogation. It was more of just a question. It was. He wasn't interrogated because he's he was a nice character. But if he was anything like Terry, he would have been interrogated. It's hard to in- interrogate someone who's mute. I'll grant you that. That's <laughs> true. They'd have found a way. They would have because they were they were really on one at that point. Who do we still have for this question, uh, Marcus? For Marcus, of the stuff that's had hints at being revealed, <laughs> other than the, the the backstory stuff that just hasn't come up at all yet. Well, they haven't successfully pulled your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> there have been attempts, and they have been denied. Yeah. I think of the stuff that's actually been hinted at, the one thing... We still have an outer character confirmed to other people what Marcus's race actually is. Truth. And I think that is really the thing for Marcus for that question. Yeah, we've had like a weird, uh, it definitely obviously wasn't intentional on the part of us as players, but it seems like we have this weird theme of people's heritage and what, like, what that means and how it affects them sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the whole humans with dark vision. We are all <laughs> humans with dark vision, except Fen. Yeah. And Ishmael. Yeah. Nope. 
Yeah, well, he's just a human without dark vision. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't, jo- don't worry about what Ishmael does or does have. Welcome to the club. <laughs> you both got kicked out. Don't don't compare me to you, knife ear. Just get out of here. I mean, obviously, heritage and whatnot is something that's going to probably play a really big role for Loyal in season three. Uh, oh, what gives you that impression? Yeah, I wondered how could that possibly be the case. Mama and Dad are showing up, maybe. <laughs> oh, I don't expect it. Based on my backstory, I don't expect Mom to show up anytime soon. Didn't expect uh, Mom to be alive either. To be to be honest, I wouldn't be I would be I wouldn't be surprised if we just never Doyle never meets his mom in this campaign because of where she fucking is. Oh, yeah. Doyle's touched on where he was from originally before he could like he was too young to remember anything, but. Before he went to live with Vernon and Petunia, pretty much. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, uh, uh, he touched on it. I, I mean, it's been mentioned. It was Cheliax. So. Oh, speaking of which, minor gripe: Cheliaxians are an ethnicity that exists in more places than Cheliax. Yes. That's yeah. 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 Uh, just been sometimes when it seemed people have. Correlated the two a bit. Oh too right, are you? Are you, are you, are you Ishmael has been like, shut up, Chillaxian. <laughs> okay, so with that, sorry, sorry, we didn't give you any warning heads up, but like, I was making fucking, you know, checks and fucking all that shit against you the whole time. Yeah, I've, I've, like, for I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, I was like, all right, yeah. There is also a theme of in our session yeah. zero, everyone agreed to allow racism. To be a thing, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, speciesism, yeah. classism, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is going to be kind of like a realistic fantasy. So, yeah, it, it's part of the world as written that like half elves are hated and all this stuff because they don't fit in with either society, and you know, mm. orcs are looked at as stupid beasts almost. And <laughs> tieflings, yeah, tieflings. <laughs> Uh, outside of Chiliacs, they're kind of mistrusted and, you know, treated with suspicion. But in Chiliacs, they're second-class citizens. Even though Chiliacs, like, worships demons and dev- or devils and whatnot. They got a lot of devil shit. Yeah, on, and, yeah. like, there's a lot of families that try to vie for power through interbreeding of demons into their bloodline to gain power. Mm. The births from that are viewed as tools and not people. Mm. Fun stuff. Uh, definitely, when I made this character, one like I was just kind of like reading through the like little uh, for players document that you get, where it's, it tells you about like the different societies mm. and whatnot. And I saw it's like, oh yeah, Cheliax has a lot of shit going on with devils. I'm like, gimme, click, yeah, <laughs> I want that. That sounds fun. All right. Uh, last time we talked about characters having regrets or the players regretting certain actions and events and whatnot based on the events of this season. We're just going to skip that because you probably all would say the same thing. Episode 33, the interrogation slash torture. Yep. That would be uh-huh. the one. We regret yep. that? If you don't have that same answer, it'd be kind of interesting, but instead of answering that question, we're going to go to how do you think the events of the game have changed your character? Is the good one. And how is their outlooks or worldviews change based on the things you've been through? Well, for Loyal, 
a lot of that does tie that kind of like the big turning point moment was that torture sequence it, that fucked him up severely and to the point where he's like i gotta leave and he just left and went to the temple and that whole conversation that he had where he kind of came to the realization of like sometimes you gotta do some evil shit to get good done that's a big change in outlook one that could possibly lead into issues for him especially with a uh uh, with Daddy O around his neck. <laughs> Daddy O. Yeah. Loyal's Loyal's end goal is the same of do the most good for the most number of people he can. But the the methods about which he gets to that have that the outlook for that has changed, certainly. Yeah. Runty mentioned last time something along those lines of like there was an idea behind the character in character creation before game started. Once the game started, the character mutated a little bit. And yeah. now the character you're playing is not where they started. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is just more of a direct question on what has truly affected your character and caused those changes. What have those changes been? With Terry, for example, I would say that, like, the more that the likes of Marcus questions her, like, moral code or her, like, opinions, the further she cements herself in the view that she's got, and the less likely she is to bend any of her viewpoints. Like, she's, yeah, she's reverting in a way, as opposed to progressing as a character. Is that out of uh, stubbornness or like in bad of nature? I think it's it's probably both. But her, her kind of superiority complex that she has against Marcus doesn't help that. She can't really, you know, understand him if she thinks that she's a bit better than him, right? So she's like, my my view is more accurate than your view, so I don't really care about your opinion. So I think her ability to, like, attempt to understand people's worldviews is closing. Whereas before she would have been a bit more entertaining of people's. So I feel like she's she's less tolerant. Yeah, less tolerant, I think. Despite her being more quiet, she's actually less tolerant. Interesting. Um, well, I don't know. How's, how's my outlook and everything changed so far? Uh, like, with Ishmael? I don't know. Because a lot of shit, it's still, like, settling, right? Because it was it was said how it was before, right? And then I died and I came back. And now that's just, like, it's thrown everything through a loop. Because uh, it's the adjustment from being dead for 50 years to, you know, being alive again. Um, so, outlook and everything that. I think he's struggling more with, uh, you know, aspects of himself that he didn't have before or that he was trying to, you know, not have. Emotions. So, emotions, yeah. <laughs> yeah because back, backstory reasons, yeah, emotions. His patience with uh, people is, is is being tried, I guess. Like, like it's, yeah, it's about... I don't know. I don't know how else better explain the fact that, yeah, like he's he's struggling with having emotions again. Um, also, the shaking the fact that, like, wait, me being dead was that a dream or is that like, is, okay, it actually happened. So there's that. Yeah, it's just a lot of 
like trying to get above the water from drowning. So mm. that's a question I really can't like answer properly, you know, yet. So I suppose you yeah. just, you've just had that change happen, right? With it, yeah, now. yeah, I've just had it, yeah. So it's just, I don't know, come back to me in like a season. <laughs> If you're still right. alive. Oh, I'll still be alive. Don't don't start with me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Marcus, for quiet, what has Marcus been through? That uh, A whole bunch. <laughs> right? In terms of how it's affected the character, I'm still thinking that through. A uh, bit like Garis, because in particular, how things wound up the last few sessions is going to have a significantly higher impact than some of the stuff before that. So I'm still trying to decide and think through where it would go from there, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I get that. It's Plus, Marcus is just deeply affected by everything that happens, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every session, Marcus, like, rethinks his life. No, not. I can see why you'd say that, but it's the ongoing inter-party interactions that were all trending to the negative, for want of a better phrase. No, yeah. Was basically pushing him further and further away from the party, so there was that continual evolution. But it, it wasn't a, a rethinking of the character so much as a growing distance between that character and others and how he perceives them. So he, he wasn't rethinking his worldview, whereas now he's starting to because of how he was convinced to stay. Oh, that's cool. So he's like Ishmael. He's basically on the road to that. Yeah. Yeah, very much. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see what the resolution is then, right? Yeah. You're not there yet, so what will there become? De- I mean, what? No, just, it's, we're all going to die in the end. Let's, let's be real. Got some of us three times. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more, honestly. Just, no, I know. think this one would be four. Yeah. Well... Marcus is definitely not going to be going back to who he was in like the early episodes because he's been fundamentally changed by everything that's happened since then. But it's, yeah, it's what does what comes next look like? I'm debating a couple of ideas, so I haven't narrowed that down definitively, so I, I can't be more specific, unfortunately. All right. Victor, how about Finn? Yeah. It's been a lot as well. Uh, Like the first would be the Habe Sanatorium, I would say. Mm. Yeah, that... That caused some problems, right, in season one? Yeah, it did, yeah. And starting season two with having to go back. Yeah, that was not fun at all. 
think that scarred him a little bit more, you know, uh, seeing as what he's been through already. And also, like, the, that was the time when the group actually noticed, right? They noticed that Fen was feeling something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And yeah. the more that it was kind of pushed at, it was actually pushed at in a pretty, like, gentle way compared to other things that our party has done. But the yeah, more that, that they approached it, like the more uncomfortable Fen was and the more Fen was like, no, thank you. I would like to forget that happened. The group is far more gentle with Fen than they are with anyone else. Yeah. Mm. It's almost like we lack compassion. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, it's empathy. It's empathy. It's empathy. We don't have empathy. It's no, we just, you know. either. As a party, as a whole, as a party, individually, but as a whole. Well, that that drove into drink at first, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He was drunk for like two days, wasn't he? Yeah. Couple days, yeah. Oh, speaking of the drinking, that was something that is kind of obvious, but no one really mentions. Towery throughout the entire show has not drank until the last episode of season two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just milk. Yeah. That was glossed over. Yeah. Vehemently uh, <laughs> against it in the case of Finn. Yeah. Yeah. She was basically knocking the uh, glass or bottles away from him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I we we, about we that. knocked you into that. <laughs> it, it was an obvious thing, but no one really ever addressed it. In this past episode, Ishmael does briefly mention something, but it's like a passing comment and then nothing else. It was more so, it was more so like, all right, so, so you don't drink. Like, oh, so you want, you, you don't want to talk about it? We're not going to talk about yeah, it. And yeah. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> That was as much acknowledgement as that got, uh-huh. which surprised me, yeah, but also completely makes sense. It also came down to time. There wasn't enough time to really yeah. go into mm-hmm. it. Well, there was yeah. time the enough to session. spike a person and make them not drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's time for that, yeah, sure. Honestly, yeah, the yeah. only reason I pushed that conversation was because Marcus was still very much on the fence. And oh yeah, no, I get, I get yeah. why it had to occur. It's just interesting how like the I don't know if there'll be an after effect of that or not. I I don't know. But it's it, it was a place. reverse roofie, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like and I love I love the like how how it was handled. Just like for fuck's sake, fine, fine. I fucked you. I guess me was the first one to take it because, you know, you guys are just like, yeah, would you like to just, uh, he can cry about it later. Yeah, but I think it's an interesting point for the group's compassion that they kind of went, we need this thing out of this person. So we got to make them in a state that we can reason with them as opposed to, huh, this is really unusual. Maybe we should figure out what's going on. (laughs) It's interesting. Yep. Loyal was not involved in that conversation. <laughs> no, poor Loyal probably would have got he, hurt if he was there. <laughs> he made the thing and then was like, all right, you go do the thing. I'm not getting involved in that right Loyal now. Loyal and indirect goes to jail for being an accomplice. 
probably. Again, this campaign's going to end with all of us. Oh, going we're to all going to go to jail. Yeah, we're all saying <laughs> terrible people. No. <laughs> no, we are. The only one who's not a terrible person is Fen. Oh, no, no. I, I don't imagine we're going to go to jail, though. We should. <laughs> we should. Our character should be in jail. Yeah. yeah. Burn a city to the ground first. Y'all roofied a person as well, by the by. That's illegal. No. Which one? Which one what? Well, the, the reverse we, roofie of making you sober. Oh, the people that survived. Yeah. I don't talk about the dead people that we roofied. That doesn't count. Okay, because you technically, the, the, the truth serum could be considered yeah. along That's the same lines. That's what I would lines. see that as. Yeah, I would see it that way. But the people that we did that to didn't survive as well. So the mm. person that... They won. They, well, they can't testify make it in court. I'm not saying all. it's fine. I'm <laughs> saying they can't testify in court. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that, 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 is, that is up there, though. That is Jesus. up there. Sorry. I've got some pain of shit. Oh my god. Uh, Marana, how about you? <laughs> Marana has seen absolutely nothing to dissuade her from her opinion that the gods have either given up or are complete fuck ups. Yeah, that's, uh, I expected it's like, yeah, Marana is still stalwart in her ways. I expected that. <laughs> now, I made the comment earlier about I let the mask slip a little too far. From the beginning, of the adventure path. Marana has been the one who has seemingly had the most drive to keep things calm between people, to keep peace between people. And I think to some degree, there was this belief among the group that she actually cared about the companionship and keeping the group in one piece. And I think it was a big drop when she finally said, there's really nothing I give a fuck about. With that whole, you know, empathy and compassion died with my family. Mm -hmm. There has been a major face that she has been keeping on this whole time. And that, I think, was the first real glimpse behind that and i think that was just born out of exasperation of oh my god we have to do this shit again <laughs> like and that's it's not that's not i don't think that's even so much a character change but just like i feel that marana has a very carefully constructed air about her for one reason or another. And for it to actually drop to that point, I, even, even I for a second went, ah, shit, why'd I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I spoke shit. Just <laughs> Yeah. Like, mm, that, that was a step too far. Fuck, I'm gonna have to try and think how to repair that one. Damn me and my words, and just... Bitch, I mean, bluff my way out of anything. Whatever. I think it's been abundantly clear that Marana gives zero fucking shits about the party. And that her, like, attempts to keep the, the, the group together is purely, like... Out of necessity. Out of, out of, yeah, there's a, like, a... It's conceited, right? You know, it's like, she does a good job of pretending that she gives a shit about doing it, 
but it's kind of like like when you say like the mask slip like the bedding and stuff that sort of a sign of her going yeah I don't even want to pretend anymore that I just don't care (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time though the situation between her and Tauri it will be interesting to see whether that's taken as genuine or not. Yeah, I don't know, because I think me... And I will not say whether it was Yeah, or not. I think me even thinking about that, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like Terry hasn't had time to process that yet, because she's processing the whole, oh, my face <laughs> fell off, and now my life is different now. <laughs> and, I am a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, like, that will come, too, where it's kind of like, I don't know if I trust this bitch. <laughs> You know, good. <laughs> What's well, not the truth? Okay, yeah, you're right. That, that <laughs> yeah. So that's mm. interesting. Mom's gonna kick us out of the car. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's gonna be like, "You're not my real kids. I don't like you. <laughs> Get out." Like, it's just gonna be like, "Wait, why are you speeding up?" And then just, she just what? lets go no. of the wheel. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> no, if anyone would have like a cause to walk away from the group at any moment, it would be Marana, right? She doesn't believe in the gods. She doesn't believe in fate slash destiny. She's found herself on this roller coaster of events that she could walk away from at any moment. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's still on board with it to me is astounding. Like, why is she putting up with this? Why is she going through this? Why is she doing this to herself? Because she doesn't believe it's happening to her. It's her own choice, right? Mm-hmm. Which is one thing that's interesting. So she talked about uh, it's like she doesn't believe in fate and destiny and whatnot. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, it's yet there's the she has that whole sense of life randomly took away my family. And so like the people she killed by jumping off a tower and landed on. She's like, oh, yeah, well, they were going to it's like, so what? That their time came. It's like, yeah, that's kind of destiny and fate, though. No, that's not what she said. She said they were in the wrong place at the right time. But that, that that's fate. <laughs> no. Depends It's how you view it. Kind of. Well, it depends, because isn't it? It's both, right? It's randomness and it's also fate. In her perspective, it's random. Like, well, that's awfully mm-hmm. convenient. <laughs> But there's no purpose to it. It's just convenient yeah, to another person. Circumstance is not preordained. Yeah. No. To another person, it's like, oh, I was meant to survive. I'm a real boy, you know? A butterfly could have flapped its wings in Sandpoint, and in Magnamar, she could have shifted over a foot and landed on the pavement. Coincidence, I think not. And that's that's chaos theory. It depends on how deep you interpret fate to be, in a way, I guess. Yeah. Fate and destiny. Like, if it's like, if you determine fate as a, and destiny as a, everything in your life leads up to each moment, and it's like, yeah, everything was going to happen anyway. That's more of a predestination than yeah. fate. Fate is more chance-based. That's butterfly effect isn't it? It, it they are very closely yeah, related we're, we're yeah talking like a hair's breadth difference right but yeah they are different and sometimes fate and destiny are used differently in different contexts as well which doesn't help 
Yeah. They they are quite often interchanged or uh, confused. Just like compassion and empathy. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's come full circle again. Uh. I'm sorry for interrupting you, Vic. But, but here's the thing. And the question that nobody asked. Using hero points was an out-of-character decision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Yeah. Did she even want to survive that fall? Mm. I would guess it, no. With the, with the sense of she doesn't give a fuck about anything, she probably didn't care. Well, she has like, nothing to give a shit about because everything that she exactly. gives a shit about is gone. <laughs> yeah. So she died there. She's like, fuck it. I, if I die here, I die here. <coughs> Possibility of reuniting with your family? Mm-hmm. Or, or it's not, not in the car. Go in the doll, all. too. Feel free to speculate. Guy, can you imagine if she re- wanted to reunite with her family and then her family are trapped in a different plane with the dolls? So she never gets to reunite with them. That's depressing. God damn it, Ranti. Why do you have to go there? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's how my mind works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was like that it. too dark? I did no. back. No, that's the kind of thing my brain would come up <laughs> <Yeah>. with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in happy endings for my no, characters. Are you no, kidding me? No, they don't deserve them. Uh, happy they endings is Disney. Them. It's just, no, just no. Yeah, well, even Disney characters don't really There's an extent to where I want happy endings for my characters, but there's also an extent where I'm like, yes, corruption arc, do it. What is that literary quote about happy endings are just stories that haven't been finished being Oh, yeah, they're not finished. They're unfinished. They stop in, like, the middle, basically. Yeah, no, I want nice things to happen to my character, but ultimately all the bad shit's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Because she doesn't deserve good things. Yeah, you can't just have nice things. That would be so boring. You can't have nice things when you kill as many people as Terry is killed. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you just don't. Mm. Like, but the, the happiest thing in the ending to Second Darkness for Lisson was that he got to preserve knowledge. It's too bad the knowledge was how to end the world, and he, you know, happily skipped off with Yogg-Sothoth, with Yogg-Sothoth whispering in his brain. Yeah. But the important <laughs> thing is he thought he did a good. Exactly. And that's he was happy. That's the happy ending, right? The happy ending is, oh, you think you did a great thing, but reality is that they did an awful thing. And he left the secrets to the end of the world for the fucking elves to discover. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your character finding out they're a bad guy the whole time is is the best ending. Like, oh, oh, I thought we were the good guys. (laughs) Are we the baddies? (laughs) I think we might be the bad people. Oh, uh, subjective. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a perspective. Yeah. It's completely chopping. Well, that's what it is. It's not good the... versus evil. It's just perspectives. Exactly. Marcus would argue differently, but... Marcus is wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I, I'm definitely a huge thing about our party is exploring that gray area of morality and, like, what is right, what is wrong, what is neither. Yeah. So, what is uh, loyal? Hi. How have you been changed? I think I mentioned his uh, philosophy of like, yeah, you got to do some evil to do uh, to do good. Yeah. That'll definitely play in. It's probably not a good thing with, you know, having a devil around your neck and having now committed to the mindset of, yeah, I mean, doing some evil is okay. 
so long as you're doing good in the end, so long as it's for the greater good. That's some final solution shit right there, man. Yeah. The greater <laughs> good. The greater <laughs> good. I was waiting for that one. Fucking losers. <laughs> fucking I'm a loser. Fuck off, Monty. Like You're just as much of a loser as we are. Don't even start yeah, with me. Yeah, but listen. At least I'm not a listen, collective what? loser. That was a collective oh, loser wow. moment right there. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fuck off. Just fuck out of here. Don't ask Wolf. Y'all are grouping up and shit. What are you going to do? Buy matching t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And I'm joking. It was adorable. Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know it. Quit mocking the children. Okay. I'm sorry. They make it so easy. <laughs> Let Loyal finish. <laughs> hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead, but Colin. Yeah. Um, his mindset is definitely very changed. That could mean corruption arc. That, uh, who knows, honestly. I I play characters as I... I, 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 pl- I develop characters... As I played them, if that makes sense, in a way. Like, obviously, you've got your backstory that shapes who they are at the beginning. But from that point on, anything could change them. Like, to the point where, like, in most games, when it comes to multi-classing, I will multi-class if it makes sense for a character. I don't have a pl- I don't plan to multi-class ahead of time, usually, unless it, it's very... Unless I start multi-classed, if that makes sense. So what you're saying is he gets... Loyal has been completely changed by... All the events that's happened around him. Not completely. His end goal is his end goal is the same of wants to do the greater good for the most amount of people, save as many people as possible. It's just the methods about which he goes yeah. about getting like that his, his are now significantly different. Driving force is the same, but the methods around that are warped by the things around him, the influences. Correct. Yeah. Loyalist water, folks. Loyalist water. Yeah, I guess in a way. <laughs> He was originally, I guess, more like ice a little bit. Well, ice is water. Was, I mean, yeah, it was more like point. ice because he was more rigid. You know, he was more yeah, rigid in his morality, and now he's water, so it's more fluid. You can freeze him. You can add different elements to him, but he's still going to be water plus something Ultimately else. Ultimately water. Yeah. Sorry. You can get, I'll get physics out of the chat. I'll kick him out. <laughs> I'll get physics out of the chat. <laughs> All right. That leaves us with our final two questions. Which kind of go hand in hand, kind of don't. It, answer them together or not. Um, what's your favorite event of season two? What was your most memorable moment of the show so far? So it, one is for just this season. One is for the entire game to date. Are we starting up top? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Uh, tough question. If you don't want to start, then just say it. We'll start with Runty instead. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great. The one who threw the first stone. Listen, I don't throw things. Yeah. Well, you did. Uh, Listen, Harlot, just out with it. Anyway. <laughs> My favorite event of season two is literally the end. The last episode was mm. awesome. Yeah. I just think there was a lot of really interesting conversations that happened. There was a lot of really interesting conflict I thought it ended really weird, but in a good way. 
Well, I mean, it didn't really end. It, it just, opened like, up okay. so many other things. Like, you had Loyal's thing going on. You had Terry's thing going on. You had Marx's thing going on. It, it was the most cliffhanger ending mm-hmm. we've ever had. Yeah. But it, seemed, it was like a cliffhanger. But also, like, there was there was some closure. There was. That's the thing. And that's what I liked about it so much. It's teasing at things it's a that teaser. are going yeah, to it, it, away. It, clo- it closed off certain things. It's a good transition into a new season, I guess, is the way we could mm-hmm. put yeah. it. Yeah. So that, that I, I'm going to call that an event. It's an episode, but whatever. The most memorable moment of the show. That's a harder question. Because there's so many memorable moments. Right, but... What's the thing that sticks out forefront in your mind? I feel like it was Loyal's uh, scene in the brothel for a long time. And then <laughs> the torture scene happened and I was like, oh, that was such a huge scene. And it had so many like implications. The entire tone of the show shifted in that yeah. episode. Yeah, Everything just kind of big... took a bit of a turn. Yeah, there was a wobbly Jenga tower at that point, uh-huh. and someone just fucking kicked it. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. that's exactly what happened. There was some not so nice sides of people coming out, and there were some other people who were a bit more vulnerable because it's a horrible situation to be in, and that was interesting. Yeah, it, it definitely there was a build up to it, but when it happened, it just happened. Yeah. Like, oh, hello, this is a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a ripple. Uh, Put it this way. There was a ripple when that happened. Yeah. All right. I dig it. Vic. Hmm. Favorite moment of season two. God, there was a lot. I will avoid the egotistical route. And I will say, Ishmael reawakening in the Temple of Phrasma. <laughs> And having to deal with those priests uh, just, was just delightful. What, what, the whole, like, oh, look, the faded one, really just, like, dumb shit like that? Like, yeah, yo, oh, I, oh. Like, no, I'm not wearing your robe. No, get away. Fuck it, I'm not wearing those. But, you know, no. But, you know, but, it, no. Fucking stop gawking at me like that, you fuckers. Just. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah that, just, that was amazing. Huh. You know, like, <laughs> entire campaign so far. That's that's the tougher one. I'm going to say this is gonna make me sound like a heartless bastard, but fuck it. I mean, there's not much can you know not make that more clear at this point. Uh, Fen's reaction. To the group running into the people camouflaged as Foxglove and his wife mm. oh, in Magnamar. Oh, that was so good. Oh. That that whole sequence of events was just <sighs> beautiful, oh, amazing. I've forgotten about that. Hope restored and shattered. Yes. Oh, God damn. Oh. That's I think that was the first time that the group really realized that Finn was interested in Foxglove. Romantically, that yeah, it was. Yeah. That was the point. Yeah, we forgot to mention that earlier because I had like forgotten that happened. But that was that was the point where it was like, oh, 
Just that an entire scene was uh, just fantastic. Yeah, just as we go like, uh, fuck this, and then just, oh, that's the first time, like, he just openly dropped his glam, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they freaked out. She has a knife. I walk back into the knife. Ow. Oh, no. It hurts so much, my <laughs> organs. <laughs> Wasn't it like you let him go? And it was like, what do you mean you let him go? <laughs> what do you mean? Just like, I was. And then he just stormed he just out like, Fen, come back. Fen, no. Just. Nope. Like and then it's just did I tell you something wrong? Did I go wrong there? <laughs> like we should have a should we should I talk to him about it? Yeah, we should talk just, about this later. Is basically what happened, right? Yeah, just like yeah, like should, <laughs> should be one of the many instances of we'll come back to this. And it never <laughs> happens. Yeah, I know. And they all build up resentment against each other yep. about all the feelings they have that don't get acknowledged. Yep. It's great. Yeah. It's toxic. It's fine. It's toxic and it's fine. It, this is going to sound like it's I'm fine. calling someone out for this, but they're just next in the order. Quiet. <laughs> oh. If he didn't preface it. <laughs> right. Like, I am not calling you out on anything that was just mentioned. However, it's well, your turn to answer this question. <laughs> but segue. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. This this is where my brain goes. Yes, you, you remember those things you thought about? Yeah, we we just filed them over there. We're gonna have to go back and get them. Yeah, that's what happens. Your mind just goes <laughs> blank. During headlights, the minute just... you read it, you're like, "Wait, events uh, happened in season two? <laughs> wait, what things <laughs> happened? What? I don't remember any of this. Who told yeah. me that? Yeah, I was there. What do you mean I was there for this? Since when? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm gonna take them in the opposite order. So. Memorable moment of the right. show so far. I'm also going to take that more literally. There are a couple of standout moments which have already been mentioned, but one that for me is memorable was everything that happened at the farm. Mm. Oh yeah, because mm. that yeah, that one. just it's not a favorite. It's not a, a thing I think back on. Oh, I love that, but it's was important in a number of different ways. Everything that happened and the conversations that followed that were kind of key to setting up the tone for what came next. Yeah. It was a precursor mm. to, like, the torture, right? Yeah. It was like, where's the bar? <laughs> That's where the bar started. That's where Marcus thought the bar started. And everybody else. And the bar went up. Favorite moment of this season. Marcus burning his letter was sick. Ah. Uh, well, that was a very specific thing, but yeah. Anyway, um, it wasn't really one moment, but the banter. Between primarily Marana and Ishmael, involving the sheriff and other such authority <laughs> figures, <laughs> that, that is something that just so good, so good. It was very good. 
Yeah, and the way it carries on to other people as well until until you realize, oh, yeah, this, this one's actually competent. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this one. It's not yeah, stupid. Look. Stupid. Oh, no. Wait. No. No. It's too soon. No, it's stupid like the rest. Damn it. Just, yeah. Like that, the mayor, that. like when they met the mayor of Magnamar, and they were like, oh, hold on a minute. This one's got a brain. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the the old George Carlin bit. Well, he seems moderately reasonable. Ah! He's full of shit. <laughs> oh, I love that bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Colin, what do you got? Most memorable the moments of the show so far, probably the torture sequence. That was pretty big. That was most memorable. Not necessarily in a good way, so to say, but memorable. Oh, it sticks with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and favorite event. Season two. That's a hard one. Can I say all of session 50? Uh, oh, that's, that was my answer. You can't say that. That's true. That's your own answer, that. you piece of shit. shit. You stole my answer. <laughs> or I can change my um, answer. Copy them from my test. <laughs> Don't worry, I picked the wrong answer anyway, so we both fit. Ah. Wait, what? <laughs> Change the numbers around. Goddamn plagiarism. I had the page upside down. Yeah, well, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> hmm. That's a hard one. I feel like if the next person who answers this also says the hard question, I'm gonna throw something. Oh, it's Every hard. You stole my answer. You stole my answer. Well, well uh, the only other person left is me, and you know I'm going to say it. Like, no, Victor hasn't answered. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I'm trying to remember what all happened in season two now. A lot of stuff it's happened, tough, right? So I mean, yeah. So someone died. Was someone Fox came back to Glove life. Season was Foxglove season two. Yeah, it was. Was well, it? part of Foxglove okay. was season two. The Manor was season two. Foxcove Manor was a pretty good one. It's probably my second place. Just because there was a lot of... There's hinting at character stuff, as well as revelations, as well as this tied us into the further plot. It's like, all right, we now got to go to Magnamar. Yeah, well, Magnamar is a large focus of season two. Some of it did happen still in Sandpoint. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been trying to remember. It's the, like it's funny because this this podcast has we've been going for like over a year now, uh, mm. and yet in game, it, so it's felt like forever mm-hmm. since all that stuff happened. Yet in game, it's like a month. Yeah, uh, it, it's been like a month. Well, it's been like maybe two years at this point. Out of game. Yep. It's only been one okay, year. is it really? Nearly, yeah. Twenty twenty, like. Is like nearly gone. I don't know. Twenty twenty counts as two years, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why wouldn't it? It's a year. Oof. Do I have a different calendar to everybody else? Well, no, because we started like more or less summer of twenty nineteen, yeah. which is okay. a year ago, and twenty twenty is nearly over. Mm-hmm. Well, we it's been like a year and a half. Then I guess yeah. What was session one was recorded on the eighteenth of May, twenty nineteen. Okay, we're coming. So it's like been like. A year and year and a half. So, like, almost two years. Two years, yeah. Like, so once more. Listen, time is wonky. As I said, don't gaslight me, bitch. Yeah, 2020 has had a time To be fair, I also came in eight episodes later. Listen, the other man came in here much later than you, and he still knows how time works. (laughs) (laughs) 
Gosh, like, got me. Oh. But it's okay. Time is it's, relative. It's I understand. It's been it's been closer to a year for me yeah. because I've been a part of things. Yeah, no. like about two months less. It's or okay. So. You backtrack. <laughs> it, we have had breaks for holidays and whatnot, and then there's as also that. Yeah, points in story where people couldn't be there and they needed to be. We have skipped those weeks and whatnot. Yeah. It it hasn't been recording every week, but we do try to keep to weekly recording. Yep. Yeah, I'm just ranting them though, but it is it is surreal because like it is a month in game, and yet for us it's so much time. Yeah. 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 Like, so keeping track of people's mindsets and what has just happened and what's like affecting everybody feels like a fucking year ago. Yeah. How Take, long did how long did the last AP go? Like how long did Second Darkness go? Like five years. Oh shit! No, it was years. just shy of three. Oof! It was like two years and eight months or something like that. You know, we're also fucking slow three, rolling like, this thing too. <laughs> the last time I ran Rise of the Rune Lords. For it was a different group. They made it all the way to book six and then TPK'd in book six, which was like right at the end. That game lasted like three and a half years. Damn. But I let you all know because of how APs tend to take a lot longer that we were in for a multi year game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're all still fucking standing, bitch. Yeah. yeah, we're still fucking here. Some yeah. of us got raised, but, you know, the rest of us are still alive. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Oh, he's dying. Yeah, okay, we'll use it. that to transition. Coral, what you got? <laughs> what, what I got? I don't know. That's a hard question there, Furtif. Um, <laughs> yeah, please, fucking do it. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, like, most memorable of the show so far? Fuck, I right, shit. I don't know. Um... Yeah, it's been a lot of shit. The torture scene is really good. Yeah, the torture scene was really good. Um, that just said like, hey, look, and it was initiated by somebody like you. You didn't even fucking expect like, loyal was the one who started that up, right? Because like, uh, like you know, Morana was, yeah, Morana was like whispering like, all right, just do what needs to be done. Like, Ishmael was going, all right, and then you just cut the loyal going. I'm gonna cut the man. No, it was a small cut. It wasn't like a peel off skin or some shit. All the people. To go at the man yeah. first. He was the least suspected. I'd like to point out, all Marana did was say, yeah, we need to get this information by any means necessary. And There's an implication went, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's an implication. Torture. Yeah, the like, escalation so like, uh, was instant and aggressive. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, uh, even I went... Fuck, all right. Ooh. Like, yeah, Israel's just like, what? Oh, we're doing this now. No, we're not doing this out in the open. We're just going to drag him off of this room, and I need that, and we'll be back. Because <laughs> I was like, all right, I know Ishmael and Marana are kind of the darkest motherfuckers in the group, so some weird shit might happen there. Everybody else, you know, kind of pulled back a little. No, push that accelerator to the floor. Yeah. Yeah, um, Fen was the only one that didn't actively participate in the torture, but was yep. complicit and gave the truth serum potion after the, yep. all that. Yeah, he stayed through the entire torture, and then at the end was like, "Oh yeah, I've got this." No, Fen, Fen uh, was in the other room. Ishmael going back was is also still up there. Um, fuck. Oh. Uh, Ishmael, like, dying, not memorable, no? 
No, I mean it. It, it was uh, like it was, but like that isn't like the mo- my most memorable. When, when you say series. going back, you mean at this like, top? Yeah. Yeah, Cecil Top. Like, but this is yeah. all game. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, was it was like, hey, look, yeah, like heroic deck incoming. What? Yep, fucking going back. Everybody else going like, fuck. Okay, what? You're an idiot. Okay. Um. Uh. Most memorable. All right, fine. With all the recent drama that's happened, like in character, like right, and all that stuff. Like, uh, the first time they uh they started to pin Ishmael to the wall, right? It's like, you, no, you're not, you're not telling us enough. I've told you what I'm telling you. Like, no, it's not. Ishmael just goes, I'm getting up. And then Furtle was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know you could do Yeah, that. I that, didn't even that know you could do that. Do that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Yes, you can. Watch. You just get up and leave. I still yeah. hear yeah, the way he fucking said that in my head. Right? Every time I yeah, right? It's scene. just like, Wait, it was such you can a, do that? You can do that? Yeah. Yeah. So good. So memorable. It's up there. Uh, as for this season, fuck, Ishmael dying? Yeah, that's probably up there, but that's... That's... I don't think that's it. Uh, torture scene's really up there, too. Um, uh, Wait, are you on favorite or memorable? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, memorable, okay. memorable okay. was... Like, memorable was with torture. Ishmael getting up. Yeah, the hard question. Wait, what? No. The one that's really hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the hard, hard question. question. Yeah. The hard question, yeah. the hardest one. I'm not sure if you knew, um, but it's a really hard question. Really hard question, yeah. It's that's the hardest question. It's the hardest one. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also want to die. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such. Yeah. Anyway, um, right. Uh, but no, most memorable of the series so far was just Ishmael getting up and walking away, and Furtive just going, "What you can do that?" Yeah, because like out of character, like I was DMing Furtive, going, "I was freaking out, going like, what the fuck do I do? Well, you gotta do this or this.'" I was like, all right, I'll, I got either this or this. Yeah, and then there was just you, like. You asked for options. I'm like, uh, here's some options. Here's some options, right? And then I was just like, eh, fuck both of these options. I'm getting up and leaving. Yeah, because the like, options what? I gave you were options of continuing discourse. And then you just left the conversation. Yeah. And leaving and conversations like, is the furthest thing from my mind. Yeah, right. You could get up yeah. and leave. Like, yeah, I got up and left. Yeah, like, I was genuinely surprised. Like, you, you can just leave when people are talking to you? What? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can. Watch. Uh, Observe. Like, <laughs> but no one follows. That's the other thing that's like to yeah, me is so yeah, memorable about this fucking group is nobody follows anybody when they leave. That, that's not true. Once. It's happened once. one time and it was a big fucking mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was fucking Ishmael going, oh shit, and then going after fucking Verana. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and like Terry kind um, of followed her, but didn't really follow her. It was more like a follow up as opposed to a follow. Yeah, but like yeah, this group so. is insane for like pissing someone off or like clearly hitting a nerve and then just being like, "That's not my problem." <laughs> I've upset yeah, them. I guess I'll just leave them to it. You know, You're like oh yeah, it's not like we're gonna get in combat or anything. Yeah, no, it'll be but fine. It, just... That's wild about our group when yeah. our characters do yeah. that to each other. That's both questions now, yes? He still uh, hasn't no, answered no, the, the other question. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, the memorable se- yeah, moment of the season. Favorite yeah. event of Fuck. the season two. Yeah, which... It's an easier question. I don't know if you knew. Like, yeah, it's easier. It's still hard, though. It's still a hard question. Punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking do it, you all. Um, I will hurt you. Die again next session. <laughs> I know, I know. Please hurt me. Uh, <laughs> That's a Freudian slip right there. <laughs> no, there was no slip there. That was just me openly saying, hurt me. Um, 
This is the person who last game wanted me to be evil. <laughs> to be evil. More evil than you've ever been evil. I want you to be uncomfortable. I want you like, to oh, answer this. the fucking question. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> Poor Victor's data is just like non-existent right. at this point. Oh, yeah, fuck. Uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> He's um, going to have to build himself uh, a I ship w- and fly somewhere with better internet. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ricky. God damn it. Alright, um uh I wanna say the whole party, right? Though uh because you guys have had interactions or at least heard what's your face before, but Ishmael never had, right? And uh what's your face? Uh, uh, uh yeah, right. Isha, okay. Like, who are you? Like immediately defensive stance. Uh, what is that? Who are you? What are Sheila Hydemark with Just, that raspy yeah, smoker she, voice. Yeah. Oh, I hate doing that right. voice so much. Oh god, yeah, yeah that yeah, voice that was, has gotta hurt. Like so, it was either it's it's a tie between that one of just like what the fuck, don't don't touch me, woman. Right. And for those who aren't familiar, the origination of that voice is from the Origins Pathfinder conventions, like five years ago. This is how far we're going back, maybe even longer. Hmm. They bring in people to do the specials, which are. All hundred plus tables in the gaming hall are all playing the same game at the same time. And it's done in like a cooperatively competitive fashion where you have a person at the table in the game who has to get up and run to an announcer table and report certain win conditions and whatnot. And once the group collectively in the hall meets so many conditions, different events trigger and it changes the story. It's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure, but you're playing it, right? So based on what actions are done, that changes the game. Well, at the announcer table, they have a overseer GM who's reading off different parts. And uh, the overseer GM at that time decided to start doing voices for different characters, as GMs are wont to do. And they came up with this voice for Sheila Hydemark, a descriptively very beautiful woman. So they took the exact opposite idea of like, how can I kind of twist this and make it humorous? Well, she's overbearing and whatnot. And in many of the pictures depicting her, she's got one of those long cigarette stick holder things. I think maybe I'm misremembering that now Uh, because of the voice. Y- yeah, like oh, yeah. Uh, I think the animation of Corella Deville had one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're from the twenties, right? Uh, and some anyway. people don't get their fingers stained. Yeah. Anyway, he came up with this voice for Sheila and did it, and riotous laughter as soon as it started because it was so unexpected. Since then, every year at the con at origins it has persisted usually with the same person voicing but even if not it's spread into the local area games and anyone who's been to origins has kind of persisted this trope so that's just who sheila is now and that's where that voice came from but I hate doing it. It's it's terrible. It's great, but it's terrible. 
All right, Victor. Yeah. We finally got to you. Okay. <laughs> I had some time to think, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I took way too long explaining Sheila. Which uh, no, 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 that's fine. Yeah, I like the backstory of that. Favorite moment of season two. You know, when Ishmael showed up, like a homeless person running up and kissing Fen. I, I just love the whole description of that situation because it, it just made it more fun. Yeah. It's like seemingly a homeless person just approaching him. It looks very similar to Ishmael. Yeah. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole thing was funny. Uh, and also, your whole B word, fat mayor. <laughs> I had to uh, mute myself because I was laughing so hard. The mayor voice was so good. Every time the book describes that mayor, they use the word corpulent. Uh-huh. So I had to come up with a voice that fit with the description of corpulent. Yeah, that works. Yep. And overall, on the adventure path, it's a hard question. Mm, ah. you fucking... <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. I could hear it coming. Yeah, I had to. Uh, it's been the closet fight a long time. But the whole thing over at the misgivings was horrible and very memorable. Because <laughs> I thought the whole mm. group was going to die because of all the curses and everything in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's stuck in oh, my mind. Well, I mean, Ishmael almost died there. Yeah, like, that was the up. first time that the group went, oh, shit, death is actually, like, real possible and it can happen immediately. Yep. In that moment, everyone went like, oh, the game just took it up a notch. Which fight was that? That that was the Haunt of the Scarf, where... Oh, yeah. fucking yeah. Where Foxglove yeah, yeah. strangled Aisha. Yeah, that yeah. was grim. That yeah. was great, though. I really enjoyed that, going through that whole house. And normally that wouldn't be lethal. It's just a matter of the fact it was Ishmael in Undead. The only person it could have done supply. the most damage. The only person it could have like killed instantly. And my dice wanted, you'll die. Um, no, please no, you'll die, no. But as well, like, no. the paintings as well, and, like, coming through those and, and the story of whatever unfolded in that house mm. was really cool. Yeah, and how each person met their end in the painting mm -hmm. perfectly yeah. depicted it. Mm -hmm. That was cool. And then the whole ghost where we let out to <laughs> exact revenge. Yeah, we were, like... Wanting Holy to kill fuck. her, but also being like, I don't want to kill this lady. We're just going to let her in and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it'll be fine, right? Uh, no. <laughs> so, let her through. Let her through. Oh, man. Vengeful ghost coming through. She's got woman things pardon to me, do. Leave her alone. Me, yeah, just... She's busy. All right. I get to go last. Favorite event of season two for me was... The priest talking with Marcus and uh, Towery and just being on the ball and picking up every little subtext of both of them, just knowing exactly what was happening without having to play the games or like being stupid <laughs> about stuff like most of the NPCs have been. That guy made um, his roles. That was so good. I love that guy. Oh, he's he so was good. so good. I uh, hope he comes back at some point, you know? <laughs> Unexpectedly. He was a lot of fun to play. Just because he made those roles and didn't have to play stupid. 
Right, yeah, like, oh, oh, she wants me to get in a closet. Yeah, what? he was yeah, just like, she, I, I, do I have to like, go back in? Terry just Am I a hostage? I, I'm, okay. I'm getting the vibe that I'm a hostage I'm a yeah. hostage. <laughs> and just, like, yeah. opens door. Okay, I'm, I'm a, hostage. a hostage. All right. Cool. Uh, is the rope necessary? It's... Yeah. It just oh okay. Just, oh, the rope, you want me to oh, okay. tie this up myself? I'm not gonna be able to tie this up myself. And Terry's just like, yeah, I'll fucking tie it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he just stays there. Yeah, it's, it's excellent. And then quietly murders two death cultists. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, was the, the plot twist? Y'all well, tied and bound. Like, yeah, like what? I love that. Yeah, yeah, so it, it was hinted at, but man. never brought up really but yeah he killed the two cultists that you guys had tied up and left alive you told us how to character after it was no longer relevant yep mm-hmm. yeah. oh also <laughs> oh. so good I, I think i think that that's also up there for me though i almost mentioned that scene but i was like nah i, I, I wanted i should i should have just mentioned like you win that was oof yeah my favorite or it, that was my favorite of season two. My most memorable moment of the show so far is hands down Ishmael's death. <laughs> of course it is. Like that, that whole thing, both the description of you fading away, like dusting on the attack and then waking up floating down the river, like the, oh, your man. death in total, Right. The, the resurrection and yeah. the inciting event yeah, are, to me, the most memorable thing of the show so far. It was so cool. The descriptions of, like, everything that was happening was so cool. Yeah, like, it stabbed through the, his, his yeah, fucking it was like sockets a bit and of a hat, dust. and then he just crumbles to mm-hmm. dust. The hat falls onto the sword. Yeah. Or whatever it was, like a spear, I think. The hat falls uh, onto Yeah, it, it, it was a spear. Also, yeah. Talking sword, huh? What the fuck is up with that? That's one thing we glossed Which, over. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't. Ishmael's Loyal talking sword. It. Yeah, Ishmael is a, or was, a blade-bound Yeah, Magus. we already knew that, didn't so we? So he, yeah, mm. he, his sword was awakened and was intelligent, but it hates undead. Its purpose is to kill <laughs> undead. So it refused to <laughs> talk to him. fantastic. So Ishmael doesn't wow. know that his sword can talk. It's first thing it ever said was too loyal, which is, I'm glad that bastard's dead. <laughs> Golly, thank you, Thor. like me too, bro. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. That guy was an asshole. Like, oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, that, that whole death sequence was great. I loved everything about it. Also, you got to kill me. I mean. Of the death sequences... For all of the characters, yours had the most moving parts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, we well, we had, we actually did some planning for it, right? Too, right? Well, so because there was, there was... an undead yeah. disintegrates or dies when they hit zero, whereas everyone else has that that buffer of negative hit points where they're they're not really dead when they hit zero. Yeah, it's just they can still know. like recover and hero points and whatnot, but you didn't have hero points. And you had that extra risk of once you hit zero, you're gone. So we had to do some extra planning for yours and how to bring you back from being undead. Yeah. Because, like, I I mentioned to me, like, uh, so when he was alive, he was this. And you're like, oh, like, I like it. Like, yeah. So if he dies, he comes back as this. Like, oh, 
I don't think we can handle that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what we'll happens. See how that works. That's, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yep. You've revived, but you've not really done anything yet, right? It's, yet. Yeah, I have I legit he hasn't cast a spell outside of a cantrip. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Uh yeah, no. My death, yeah, Ishmael's death was pretty good. I was like, fuck. <laughs> It's just like no, not right now. <laughs> it was so subtle. It was, was better of than just being like I've just boom crit. I'm dead. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like because these people like, oh shit, she's moving. I gotta go in and it fuck dead. Oh mm. fuck. All right. It was. It was definitely. It was a a gamble that did not pay off. Because you figured it's like, all right, I might get hit, but it shouldn't kill me. Legit, I wasn't even and looking at the fucking map. I had looked down, I was listening to what was happening, and then I don't know what was said, but something was said about him being dead or something about the hat on the spear. And I looked up and I just this big fucking red X. And I was X like, Oh, I looked away for half a second and oh, Ishmael is and dead Ish- somehow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Was that fucking uh, the giant ice block scene from A Million Ways to Die in the West? Yeah. He yeah. goes running out over there, gets fucking stabbed. The rest of us are like, oh, that went south so fast. <laughs> ah, oh, I hate oh, all that. Fuck off. But yeah, no. Um, it escalated yeah. so quickly. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's how Pathfinder works. To be works. honest. I gave everyone I gave everyone anti venom ahead of time thing. It's like, yeah, we're probably gonna have to deal with like poison and shit. Nope, none of that. Well, <laughs> you were thinking snake, so poison, right? Yeah, venom. snake, so poison. Yeah, no, just a really big honking spear. <laughs> a really big spear. Honking yeah. spear, as she called it. I couldn't it. really give anyone any anti spear. Next time, be prepared. Okay. I gave Towery some anti spear I mean, with iron yeah, skin. Yeah, that's right. we can work on the anti skin spells. Uh, sorry, anti spear. <laughs> now that was I'm, a funny. I was slip. like, you try. You no, no. Next time we meet her, we know her <laughs> no, fucking. My brain was going stone shade. skin. Next time we meet her, it actually might be worse because yeah. we have more casters. My, my brain was going stone <laughs> skin, which is why. Are you suggesting we flay a snake lady? Yes. <laughs> yeah, flay her goat. And to wear it. <laughs> I'm down. I need yeah. some new boots. Fucking yeah, I'll turn. I'll just, Venetia shows up, turn your ass into boots, bitch. But next time we meet her, she'll also, we also have more casters, which becomes an issue. Oh, man. You guys got real close to finishing her off, by the way. She fled oh, at 8 HP. Really? Oh, oh okay. We are so close. Oh, the run condition it, was so being irritating. below 20. If you guys would have had Fuck another me. one or two initiative actions before her. You yeah, probably could have finished her off. You That's got real close. Bullshit. Fuck, I should have jumped off the roof and tempted nail her midair. <laughs> should have done it. I was thinking about doing it. They're like, eh, she's so probably low. not that low. <laughs> I could have just jumped down, jumped down, bomb in hand, and just slam it on her oh, head. That's such an epic way to do that. She started God, with like 160 HP or something like that. So it was a lot. Bitch. And uh, at fuck, why did you tell us that? In some no, was when she started healing herself, and if she yeah. got below twenty, she fled. Oh man, I oh, swear I thought she had more because we were contemplating doing something like that. We really thought about like yeah. somebody. She healed herself and then moved around the roof, 
And, How much and did she heal for? was going to heal again after moving because you triggered her down to the heal status again. But before mm-hmm. she took her action to heal, we dropped you her dropped her, her to a run condition. God damn it. Fuck, why did you tell me that? I'm angry oh, now. so Fuck. close. <laughs> I, was, I was on the edge of my seat going, oh, are they going to pull it off? Are they going to oh kill her? Oh, God. son of a bitch. And we thought we were losing. We thought we, we probably would have gotten her. Oh, yeah. Ishmael uh, not gotten crit and killed. You guys too, totally thought you were on hits. the losing yeah, end of the battle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. close. I was like, biting my nails. We it was great. We were getting our asses kicked. Fuck, like a couple more oh, fucking. Yeah, that's how close that fight was going for you guys. Son of a bitch. That's fucking irritating. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and with real. that terrible news, we'll end. <laughs> a fucking magic missile could have ended her yeah, too. Yeah, on that bombshell. Mm. Like, put that on me. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, I'm not saying it's on you. It's matter because you <laughs> actually it is a bit on you because you were unconscious. No, it actually. Yeah, oh yeah, is. you got fucking knocked out. It is his fault because so really he lost two you. turns because he was unconscious. <laughs> so are we God. saying that Ishmael dying meant that Fen got hit, a which means it's Ishmael's fault? <laughs> That's all the time we have for now. To learn more about the show, the cast, etc., head over to wayward-expeditions.com. <laughs>